I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The only show where Aiden hates shopping for groceries at 3 p.m. Not a fan. Really? Not a fan. You want to know why? It's it's very simple. School gets out at 3 p.m. Yikes. And all these school kids and their parents mm. all decide to, to, to corner around the grocery store because it's right yeah. next to the school. So they just corner it and flood it. And I'm out here looking for, like, potatoes and green beans. Like, that's what I need. <laughs> and it's just Damn. flooded in here with kids running around, no parent supervision, just nonsense. Yeah, and, and like, then you have... I hate this. <laughs> you have traffic on the way back, and it's yeah. like, ugh. School traffic like, is the worst. And, and I live in town. Like, Main Street is where the grocery store and all the schools are, and I'm, like, a road away from that. So I have to deal that constantly nonsense i i'd, I'd rather yeah. just go get groceries before or after <laughs> it's you know a pain in the ass. what sucks is like if if i had my way like if i had my own transportation i'd go to the grocery store like after midnight i'd be one of those people oh yeah yeah but like walmarts are starting to go are starting to get rid of the 24-hour model really our store yeah so apparently by this time next year all walmarts across the united states will not be 24 hours anymore it's probably a good idea because I hear that's where a lot of the stealing and shit happens. Yeah. Like people just come in and steal shit and there's no one to watch, really. So. Yeah. It's just unfortunate because so many people are doing like third shift and oh, yeah. entrepreneurs who out there just don't have a sleep schedule. Although we, we've kind of fixed that a little bit, at least recently. So That's true. Maybe it's not the end of the world. Most everything in my town, though, like because it's like small town shit. Everything kind of closes after a certain hour, and really oh, the only same. things up later, like the McDonald's and the Taco Bell. That's about it. <laughs> Our closest twenty-four hour McDonald's is like thirty minutes away, and we don't have a twenty-four hour Taco Bell. It's the saddest thing in the world. I don't think neither of mine are twenty-four hour, but they last long enough to where I can still get food. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's we got our struggle. cookout. Which will which will close at four, and then we got our uh, Jack in the Box. That's twenty four hours. So if you want some, Ooh. if you want some we're stoner get, food, Jack we're in getting the box a cookout right in Jackson, like not too far oh, away from shit. me. No yeah, they have signs everywhere. It's like new cookout coming soon. I'm like, oh shit, cookout real boy so hours. Good. Although <laughs> I yesterday I had a really, had a really just okay burger. It was the, it was <gasps> just it was just a burger. I hate what? that shit. <laughs> like I was so disappointed. I hate Anyways. that shit. Anyways. Oh, yeah. We're doing Welcome a back to What's the up? podcast. YouTube, everybody. Just an okay burger half the time. Uh, yeah. You know how yeah. I mean. <laughs> Recently, um, found out from Jay the Zoomster that he skips another uh, your week on YouTube. We, I think week. we've known that for a while, though. I have, right? but I thought I'd bring yeah. it to the audience so more people can gaslight it. Yeah. That's why, that's for the joke, your favorite segment came from <laughs> was because yeah. jay complained about it so much that we were like oh this is actually the favorite segment of the podcast that no one's gifts whatsoever yeah, and like yeah. i understand for like certain episodes uh specifically episode 40 that's like four hours long <laughs> like, yeah i get i get 40 minutes of your week on youtube can kind of be a bit of a struggle but for like most of these episodes are only two hours in an hour and your week on youtube segment is pretty short for most of them that's I feel true. like why? Why would you skip it? It's the best part. It's the part I it's like. It's still the most. my favorite. It's yeah. still my favorite. 
But then again, like Jay is a close friend of ours, so he oh yeah he knows basically what we're doing. He knows everything, basically. But, for sure. Um, what are we talking we about today, that, Zachary? What's the we're topic? Gonna be, we're gonna be talking about time management. <gasps> oh boy! <gasps> it's one of my favorite <laughs> topics in the world. Because I simultaneously know how to do it and I suck at it. So yeah. it's I'm excited to talk about it actually. I am too. Um, we were coming up with topics and time management, just kind of like, oh, we've only really talked about this in like one episode, not really. So it'd be cool to like give it its own focus, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, uh, we got a couple <gasps> of housekeeping things as usual. Housekeeping! Uh, first housekeeping. off, <laughs> if you have any epic, <laughs> if you have any epic topics, or comments or questions or we're gonna start doing interviews on the show i know we've been hyping it up for like a <gasps> year but like we're running out of topics so it's happening soon so if you want to be on the podcast if you're a creator on youtube or one of the other major social media platforms uh for any of those things send us an email at another yt podcast at gmail.com our main rule is that you have to have at least 200 subs by march to enter the show mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. we'll have Definitely. to decline you uh, but no, yeah. no, literally, literally anyone's <laughs> available. If you're, anyone, if you have anyone, <laughs> a video on YouTube, yeah. you're you're free to come on here. Our goal is to like, we just want to have people on the show. We just want to talk to them about creation because I think there's a lot of. I I feel like a lot of people can learn from people, no matter how, how big or small they are. There's there's everybody has a story, and that shit is super interesting to me. We're going to be looking, too, for, like, a lot of perspectives. So, like, if you're a veteran, mm-hmm. if you do a type of genre of video that, like, we're not well aware of, if you, like, make gaming stuff and you, you don't care about all the, the Let's Play hype or whatever, like, all, all sorts of different perspectives we're looking to have on. Big or small, weird genres, mm-hmm. whatever you do, seriously, if you listen to this podcast and have a microphone to interview with, uh, Hit us up, seriously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the goal is for us to not judge either. So, like, we're not going to judge your content. We're not going to rate it or anything like that. We just kind of want to have people to talk about creation because, again, I think I think you can learn something from everybody when mm. it comes to being a creator. We and all if your name is uh, much, if your name is Cafro <laughs> specifically, uh, let us know. Let, let us, us know. know. Yeah. Honestly, what where can they where can they do that at? What uh, you place? can. Once again, email us at another yt podcast at gmail.com. Another yt podcast at gmail.com. I know, it just rolls off the tongue. Easy. Type it in. Email. Yeah. Send us your feet pics too. I won't be able to see them, but Zach will. <laughs> so that'll make me happy. Uh, just go to Twitter and find Aiden's feet pics and send them to me. I haven't seen them enough times at this point. <laughs> Butter, if you're listening to this, another YT podcast at gmail.com. Anyways, uh, <laughs> before we get into our main topic and everybody's favorite segment, we have our epic sponsor. Hashtag ad. Hashtag oh ad. Oh boy, exactly. All right, cool. Uh, are you going? I'm going? How, how are we doing this? I can read the first part. All right, you go, you go, go ahead. Our sponsor today is from the lovely folks at Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube Starter Kit. If you're getting started on YouTube and you have a little bit of money to throw around, why not check out the YouTube Starter Kit 
For only $99, you can get over $1,500 of value in dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, end cards, and lower thirds, to royalty-free background music, fonts, and more. Pay one price and have unlimited access to future downloads as they come out. Check out the link in the description or the show notes, and in doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. But of course, if you don't have 100 big greens lying around and you still want to support this podcast, you can become a supporter on... Anchor at anchor.fm slash another dash. <laughs> Is that a dash? Another yeah, dash yeah. YouTube dash podcast. You can decide to support us financially at the $1, $5, or $10 a month. And we'll read your name on the podcast, however you want it to be read. No discrimination really here. This while, cool. we, while we plan to do this podcast for a really long time, the more financial support we have, the easier it'll be to maintain a consistent schedule. This Whoa! Is also true. Wow. I don't know about Aiden, but when money is involved, my motivation goes up. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird scientific effect it's that we'll have to do more research wild. into. I don't know. When, I, when I'm able to have a house to live in and eat food and stay mm-hmm. moderately healthy, my, mo- my motivation is just a little bit higher. I agree. I, I concur. <laughs> but uh, thank you to the lovely people at Awesome Creator Academy for the for the good old ad for us. And uh, if you're an Anchor supporter, uh, thank you too. Uh, we yeah. we'll love to read your name at, at any point and time. But uh, yeah, there we go. Very epic ad reads. Uh, very, very nice. Thanks. I just did a dab. But you guys couldn't see it because it's a podcast. <gasps> Sad. Uh, anyways, let's get... <laughs> this is the weirdest 10 minutes. I don't understand where We're this podcast this is point. going. I don't yeah. know. This is uh, Aiden and Zach talk about bullshit for twenty for two hours. <laughs> it's gonna like as this podcast continues to go, this whole like professional type of shit that we've put <laughs> on this facade, if you will, is just gonna slowly deteriorate into LOL cookout <laughs> type conversations. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. I really am. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. But anyways, <gasps> it's. Time for your week on trademark YouTube. You want to repeat that? You want to? No, no, that's good. You want to keep it another another your week on trademark YouTube? (laughs) Yup. All right, that works. Well, that's what we're going Um, with today. I think I get to go first this time because you you did first last time. You do. Congratulations! It's an honor. It really is to go first on this blog segment. So. So this week was fine. Um, I still put out content, but not. It wasn't like like I wanted it to, like last week. Um, I have not gotten a your everyday nerd out this week, which is very unepic. Um, I concur. I do hope to get that out tomorrow, and then I can be back on schedule. Um, I also want to get an additional episode out this weekend because I'm trying to start doing more of these like humble bundle games on streams and then making videos about them so that I can get some more epic money. Um, but it's just a matter of hope of like getting those out on time before the humble bundles are gone. Right. You gotta be timely with it. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the biggest things I'm trying to do with your everyday nerd going forward is one, talk about topics that are talk about topics that I specifically know about, um, have a lot of nostalgia towards, talk about topics that are um kind of out there and weird 
and very specific and then talk about topics that I can make money from. <laughs> the timely topics, if you will. The timely topics, yeah, yeah, yeah. The real um, uh, current current agenda <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I'm working on making the show, you know, I'm still working on making every single episode as good as I can. I want to, I'm still very proud of the first two episodes coming back to season two. And um, I'm hoping to keep that momentum there. But I also want to make sure that the topics are things that people are going to click on because that's where uh, that's where the success on YouTube comes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting really weirdly specific about things or, like I said, it's going to be very nostalgia-based or timely. I think that'll be a good, a good guideline way to get back into things. Yeah. And I'll still do things that are like... Here's a movie that two people are gonna watch me talk about, and that's it. But like, you don't I need still to be want to talk episode. about it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, because I've been line. I've been looking at like the most popular Your Everyday Nerd episodes, and it's some of the stuff that I kind of expected. Um, but I just haven't been doing a whole lot of things around it, like that Japanese movie that I talked about seven months ago. Mm-hmm. That video has 500 views now. Damn. And I remember and when it like, came out, uh, nobody watched it. Nobody it like, watched it. It was zero views for like a solid two days, and then I saw it. And then it like slowly started building up, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like one of the most popular episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I kind of expected that to happen, because I was like, this is so super specific. And I think the, this, this Friday's video is going to be the same thing, um, in the same vein of like, I'm going to get five people to watch it and then in six months it's gonna get bigger right but that's that's fine that's fine a lot of my popular videos do that uh the final destination shit one of them just hit ten thousand views that's the first one on the channel which is good wild lord. good lord <laughs> for no fucking reason good lord um, i'm still getting comments about it people complimenting me for it and I was talking to Jay the other day, but like I'm getting to the point where certain compliments are starting to make me depressed. Such as? I don't know if you've ever had this issue before, but it's like when people praise you for something that you know is not good. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm like, eh, sure. I don't really like this as much. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's a weird thing to complain about. No, like I think I think you're right though. Like um even for a lot of bigger YouTubers, like the longer they do it, this sort of like golden age mentality starts to develop in a fan base where like a creator's best videos only happen for a small period of time called the golden age and then yeah, everything after that is just garbage for some reason. Despite despite most of the time not much changing like at all. Yeah. yeah. And even even on a smaller scale with me, like I definitely had in that first year or two a bit of a rise. And then in year three, it's just kind of like, eh, if, 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 370 forever. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's fine for me because, like, I wasn't making money off of it and I've produced a lot of really good videos as, uh, because of that. Um, but one could argue that, like, the first two years of Blue Couch Productions were sort of a golden age for growth and popularity. And I would argue that a lot of those videos are trash. So, <laughs> whatever. You like what yeah. you want to like. <laughs> I don't let it bother me, thankfully. Oh, for sure. And it's not something that's going to bother me for, for a long time. It's just one of those things where it's like, cool, this really 
very mediocre video is getting views and people are liking it, but then I have like 20 videos that I'm really proud of that have less than 20 views. And I'm like, but, um, <laughs> but I'm trying to look at it more, a little more like logistically speaking, analyze like why the fuck are the final destination videos getting so many views? How can I take that information and push it onto the newer stuff? Bring and, recap uh, back. That's what you Yeah, do. yeah. Right that's there. not the answer. No. <laughs> that's the golden answer. That's Such a good format. Answer, unfortunately. But, <laughs> but uh <laughs> recap, man. It's so wild. <laughs> it's so wild for no reason. Uh man. Anyways, uh so the Everyday Nerd shit hadn't been as good this week, but it's like I've still been putting out stuff, so I'm not super upset about it. Um, got a couple more videos out on the personal channel, um, which was hype. Uh, not, not again, not many this week, but talked about the 38 health challenge we're doing and then did a video about all of my creative projects since this channel is eight years old and there's a lot of people that haven't moved on to the other shit I do. I thought about, uh, doing that for... For mine, but it'll probably look more like a channel update video than it will uh, just take a look at the stuff I'm making type of deal. Yeah, I think. It but I like cool. the idea because aside from like this Discord, where I like tell people what I'm working on pretty much at all times, a lot of the other mm-hmm. audiences just kind of like don't know or just stumble upon shit. Um, yeah, for you sure. know, like <laughs> you know, like for the longest time, like uh, if you weren't in this Discord, you wouldn't know the Lens Honor Gaming was a thing. Because I didn't start advertising it until roughly around December. You didn't until, like, your everyday nerd was about to start. I don't think Jay has ever mentioned it. Parker Mm. has mentioned it, but it took, like, until he was on board, so pretty late. And then Kyle also, I don't think he's mentioned it until rather recently. So, like, if you were to follow our five channels, you probably wouldn't have known Lions Honor Gaming was a thing. Unless you were on the Discord, where we, like, hyped it up and advertised it everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> it's wild yeah um other things i finished my third album wow so that was high um really happy with it i'm gonna like be setting up a pre-release later this week thanks man and then getting it released by the end of the month and then i'm gonna i'm gonna take a little break from doing any more music um i know we were talking about this off camera mm. but uh just taking a little little breather <laughs> and then maybe putting something out before the end of the year um this twitch streams are going good those are fun again i'm glad i'm doing those more and uh i started posting on linkedin more oh yeah i keep hearing about linkedin and every single time i listen to gary vaynerchuk right now he's like you should be doing shit on linkedin and tiktok and i'm like tiktok is for my depressed hours but i can post some more shit on linkedin that's no problem fair enough so there's that and then the last thing is like i um put together a little schedule yesterday of like how i would like my day to be and ultimately i might fail at it like i've done every single time i've tried to do this before but i'll talk more about that on the the main topic fair enough i guess uh people are gonna wonder about the the health update type shit like how have you yeah, been yeah, doing sure. on that on that front i know you talked about it on the personal channel but. yeah so everything has been fairly strong except for the sleep thing um <laughs> fair enough 
I've watched, I listened to your, your Aiden on Anchor about it, and I do appreciate the support, because you were talking about it, and you're like, just hanging in there. I understand that's probably going to be an issue. Oh, yeah. um, but for those that don't know, I have, like, some biological sleep problems. I fucking, I'm tired all the time. Um, but I'm trying really hard with uh, this new schedule. What I was realizing was that if I got in bed by 12, it would take me a while to get to sleep. And then I would just inevitably get on my phone. And then next thing I know, like I'm sleeping for 12 hours and it's half of the day is gone. Um, and with me trying to do as much as I am, like that's just not acceptable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I put together a schedule and I'm hoping it's going to help me a little bit more. I'm trying to get up at a, I'm trying to kind of get in bed by 11, be better at sleep hygiene, you know, not have my phone next to my bed, read a little bit before I sleep, uh, that kind of thing. That way by 12, I should be knocked out and then try to get up around six to 8 AM somewhere in between that and, uh, get a little morning routine. That's another thing I'm trying to start doing. Um, just because I really, there's, there's so much I want to do, man. And I just, I can't plausibly do any of it if I don't get the sleep thing done. That's true. It's a tough one. It's a tough thing. Yeah. yeah. So again, last night I slept at, I, I got to sleep by two. Um, but I got up at six this morning, so I'm really tired. <laughs> nice. Um, but at least I got up. So I'm hoping that by the time I lay down at 11 tonight, I will be Exhaust down. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, everything else is going fine. I did forget about the food journal, like one of the days this past week, so I just don't have anything oh, there. Yeah. I'll have more to say on my end on that one. <laughs> and then water's going good. I'm glad I'm drinking more water. Uh the walking thing is going good. Finally got a, got a Kangas Con in uh fucking Pokemon Go. Just need there two more of the uh the regionals that's hype and then <laughs> what else uh meditating is going good the general hygiene thing is going good so yeah neato pretty epic i concur how about you how is your week on youtube trademark you gotta say it how you said it the first time though how yeah. is your week on trademark youtube yeah, i agree that's way more epic like, <laughs> Um, so a lot of, a lot of similar stuff, actually, we kind of had very similar weeks, but just efforts in in different places. Um, I guess we'll start off with the health update stuff, just kind of picking back off of how you talked about it. Um, I gotta say, uh, I have definitely been on some of these harder than others, for sure. You get Uh, that. (laughs) For example, the first three. Water, bed by 12 a.m., walk and run, two-day rule. I'm a master. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I got it. I feel better. It's awesome. Drinking water every day, no big deal. Walking and running. I haven't even used the two-day rule since we started because we had to skip the first nice. day, obviously. Nice. But every other day I've walked. Um, bed by 12 a.m., I've been in bed before 12. I might not fall asleep until like a little bit <laughs> later, but I've at least made the effort to be in bed by that time. And that has been working out. The other four, however, have been in varying degrees of, like, I'm on it, kind of, but then I might forget something for a day and then get back to it the day after. 
type of shit. <laughs> and so those <laughs> those are a bit more back and forth. Um, the food journal thing specifically is like I'll forget to write something down. And then a day or two will go by and I'm like, fuck, what did I eat yesterday? Uh, yeah. And then my shitty short-term memory can't remember any of that. And then I'm like, well, I think it was this, this, and this. And then it'll come to me and I'll write it down. That sort of thing. So I've always been kind of like a day or two behind on that one. Shower. I'll shower every day for the most part, but then I'll forget about the tea thing and then be like, oh, fuck. And then like the next day, obviously get that back on track. Um, <laughs> and then the other two like are probably the ones that I've slacked on the hardest is the YouTube and the meditation one. Um, meditation is specifically... Meditating specifically was like I was real strong for the first three or so days and then kind of like forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, shit, I haven't been doing this hardly at all and I need to get back on it. But it was a thing where like I was doing it one night and it got real um, funny, I guess. I don't know. Um, what do you it mean? made me. <laughs> I'll go ahead and divulge the story because I think it's it's funny. Um, so like I'm in bed. It's like before twelve. I'll like I'll get in a, a meditation session in. And like I said, I haven't been using the app because of the email thing and putting in credit card information. So I've been doing a lot of mine off of YouTube. Yeah. Um, and the channel I'd been using is called The Honest Guys. And the first couple of them were like pretty good. Mindfulness, all that sort of stuff. But uh, one of them was about letting things go. And I start it. And it's like, okay, nice pretty field. Relaxing. You're holding balloons in each one of them. Represents a thing you should let go. All okay. that type of shit. We're doing okay. And then halfway through, like a weird ass guardian angel comes out from the sky in the form of a bird or some shit. <laughs> oh. And... uh the idea is it, it, it's supposed to help you let go of those regrets, but I don't know. Halfway through it, I just started chuckling to myself, and I'm like, <laughs> hold on. This isn't the point. Like, I need to actually take this seriously. And then I really couldn't for a while, and I think ever since that day, I kind of got it into my head that it's sort of this jokey little thing. Even though I know it's not supposed to be, That's fair. but like, some of them have been hokey to the point where like, there was another one where like, you're out on a boat. And there's this, like, seagull, but the seagull also turns out to be a divine spirit or some shit. Like, <laughs> it's, like, really bad TV or movie writing, okay. <laughs> honestly, on a lot of these. So, so I don't I know. you found, like, some very religious-specific... They're not. They're meditation. not. Like, the mindfulness wasn't. A couple of the other ones weren't. But I had two in a row that had some weird, like... And they don't they don't mention it as an angel or anything like that. They just mention it as a uh, as a close figure, right? So you're supposed to imagine who they look like or whatever. Oh, okay. So uh, interesting. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of wacky and goofy, and then I forgot to do it for the next couple of days. So well, I I ran out of my free trial for the Calm app, so mm -hmm. I signed up with a different email address, and it didn't have me ha like use a a credit card and I got the free trial so I don't know why you got the, the credit card thing but if you can get that to work like that app is still the one I would recommend because it doesn't have like any of that and it's there's just like short 10 to 15 minute segments and right. they have like a lesson attached to it which is nice but yeah that's <laughs> I kind of get that <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm getting into them right like I'm enjoying the environments and the ocean mm -hmm. sounds and like just just letting my mind go at ease and all that sort of stuff. Um, I will admit that the controlled breathing aspect of it is something that I'm not particularly good at because I don't breathe through my nose a lot of the time. 
Um, oh, for so sure. Mastering that part's a little tough. And then, like I said, retaining focus when it gets into the weird, almost sci-fi shit. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just need to look around better or find some ones that I really like or whatever, but they're, they are definitely not all created equal, <laughs> I find. Yeah, yeah. That's at interesting. For, at least from my source. I know and, um, Matt Diavella did like an entire month of like an hour of meditation a day. Oh, I couldn't do that. He kind of talked about some similar things, how, like, he felt like he was just wasting his time um, sometimes, but then other days it would go really well. So it's definitely a thing where not every day is going to be the same. Certain days you're going to have too much on your mind and you're going to feel like you're wasting your time. But it's like, from what I've gathered, when you sit down to try to meditate, you're meditating. So that's a good way to look into it. Yeah. The days I've done exactly, I just happened to have liked the first day a lot more than the other ones, so there's that. Um, and then the YouTube one, uh, once I figured out about that good old incognito window, um, <laughs> things have not gone as well. And uh, okay, so like it started out being I'm mm-hmm. only gonna use this for like uploading stuff, and then when I go to bed, I need noise, so I'll go on YouTube incognito and leave it open while I'm asleep. Because I'm not really watching it. I'm just using it as background noise, whatever. But then it, right. it turned into, oh, well, I only have like 10 minutes left. I don't want to waste these 10 minutes. If I get an incognito tab now and then like kind of do whatever. <laughs> because I wanted to watch that iDubs documentary full force today. And it's like 50 oh, minutes yeah. long. And it's like, fuck, Zach said this is really good. But I don't have time for it. You go into incognito and click on that. It was really good. I don't, I don't regret it one bit, but... It's pretty good, yeah. I gotta finish it. I never finished it. The latter half bad. about Robert specifically is like, oh dear God. Like There was a segment where like he was cooking and I was like, I'm eating my, my lunch. I really don't want to see this. Yeah. So I almost threw up and then I was like, all right, I'll watch this later. Yeah. <laughs> he puts the TV dinner in the ramen and all things. Yeah, all things yeah. It just wasn't, wasn't appetizing. No. But the latter half especially is really good. I, I recommend it all the way through. But yeah, that's sort of where I'm at. Where like the first three, and I would argue the ones that I like really wanted to do, I've mastered. And the other four are just kind of like on and off, whatever. Um, but I want to get back on track to a lot of those. Especially like the hygiene one specifically. Um, that one I really don't have an excuse for. It's just like I forget. And being forgetful and having a short-term memory is, is not not fun. <laughs> so Yeah. So, the YouTube Twitter thing, just because I didn't say anything on it, I forgot about it. Um, I still have the app on my computer as well, but, you know, I'm trying to do both. I'm trying to do the whole YouTube and Twitter thing. And what I realized is that I, again, I upload a lot. I'm checking analytics a good bit. I'm doing stuff for clients. I'm downloading shit for, for like, other videos and stuff. And, like, (laughs) my two hours would just be gone. Not even watching a single YouTube video. My two hours would just be gone. Mm. So I increased it to three hours since I have both YouTube and Twitter. But it's still like, I have like 57 minutes left on my thing. And I think I watched one video this morning. (laughs) Damn. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to manage that a little bit better. I've definitely been using like incognito to upload shit. Uh, but I think for all of these, um, including this one, the fact that we're trying 
and the fact that we're doing better than we did like two weeks ago, I think that that is a big win, a win in my book. Right. Like I haven't fallen into a lot of the bad habits. It's just been mm-hmm. I could be doing better, but I'm not type of right. shit. Basically, right. where, I'm, where I'm more disappointed in myself. But I haven't. I definitely haven't fallen into some of those traps I was in, and I've really been enjoying having a lot of energy, being able to walk, drinking water all the time. Feeling good after a shower is like a feeling that I just just love now. And it's just like, oh god, this is this is great. My teeth don't feel as shitty when I do brush them. Uh, pain is still a thing, obviously, but that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's sort of my update on that. Hopefully, I'll get more on track with the other four. But the first three, like I I have them unlocked, and I think even after the challenge is over, those first three are probably gonna be like keepers like i'm probably just gonna do those because i love doing them type of deal (laughs) after it's over the other four we'll see we'll see i'm trying especially with the shower and hygiene one to make that like a core one but it hadn't got there yet so i'll let you know how it goes basically epic uh what else oh also like zach i released my album the second comedy Mm -hmm. album um called the gulf war (laughs) (laughs) Because for whatever reason, I really like the idea of naming my albums after minor armed conflicts. Um, I really like it. I think it's better than the first one. It's got a lot of bops on it. And uh, yeah, we, we listened to it together. We had a lot of fun yeah, doing a it's little listening party. pretty good. I, I really concur. like it too. Uh, there's just so many I like on there. I think, like you though, I'm going to take a break for a while. Because it was kind of a struggle coming up with ideas for this one. And I definitely felt like by the end of it, like, okay, once this is out and once this is done and I've given it my all, I'm going to take a break for a while because, like, I just yeah. did Mexican Revolution not that long ago. And I really don't know, like, a way to improve. Because part of the reason I did Golf War was because, oh, background vocals. Like, why not do more of that? And I did. And then I made some better songs. And then I was like, all right, cool. I don't know how to improve it again. So I'm going to kind of wait until that moment of inspiration hits for me. For sure. Which I, and, which I think is fine, because, like, it's not a thing I have to do, basically. <laughs> right. I think because, like, if you were to tell me that you wanted to make this comedy music successful, it'd be like, okay, put out music every single day, right? Like, we'd be saying the same things we do with, like, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of just a funny side project that we do um, that probably won't go anywhere for both of us. But, like, it's fun to do. I enjoy doing it. And so, yeah. And when I get yeah, back into that mood and spirit, I'll probably, like, do more. But we all kind of, like, finished an album right around the same time. And we were all kind of like, all right, this is good. This is kind of like a good stopping point. Um, yeah. And so that's what we did, basically. Uh, aside from that, other audio stuff, Aiden on Anchor I've been having a blast with, as always. This year has kind of been, like, when I look back on the year, it's going to be, like, back to the video games is number one, because that started this year. And then two is going to be Aiden on Anchor, of like, things I enjoyed making the most. Like, I love, 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 love that podcast. Um, They're fun to listen to, for sure. And the most the most recent episode I liked, too. I thought it flowed pretty well. Topics were good. Uh, it was just nice. It, it actually hadn't been a week since the last episode, but I was just so interested to record one, I skipped that rule and just made Ooh. another one before it was a week. So that one actually came out earlier <laughs> than it was supposed to. That's pretty cool. So Yeah, I felt like this one, I was like, it got close to the end, and I was like, wait. It's almost over. Legas? <gasps> oh. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. It's not I any longer like or shorter podcast. than the other ones, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. It definitely flowed. 
It's like flowed really well. Uh, aside from that stuff, um, Twitter, no, monthly battling, no. Uh, I had, <laughs> I have a Nintendo Direct video edited and ready, but I can't upload it because I haven't had <laughs> access to good internet. So when that video comes out, it's going to be dated as hell. Um, yeah. but, the, but the reason I'm still going to upload it is because it has a different camera angle and setup than you're used to seeing on Blue Catch oh. Productions videos. And so I'm kind of interested in the style of it more than I am the, the content. So we'll see. Um, That's cool. back, back to the video games episode nine has been recorded. It's in the editing process currently. It'll probably come out this month. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do two episodes, like I promised. Uh, we'll see. But, like, it's already halfway through the month, and I still have other shit to do. So, I definitely am going to get episode nine and some smaller videos out, but I don't know if I'm going to do two, like I promised. So, there's that. Fair enough. And then, uh, finally, Lens on our gaming stuff. I edited all the Mario Odyssey stuff. It is all edited and ready to go. I've been editing Dragon Quest. Oh, shit. I don't think we've, I don't think I've ever said that on air before. I can't remember. I remember you said something about recording with Kyle, but I can't remember if you said. Yeah, I don't think I've ever brought it up until the, whatever. Hopefully, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's out already. So like, it shouldn't even be an issue. Uh, Yeah, we're still like a week ahead of these recordings. Anyway, go check out that series. I've been editing that. Um, that that series in particular has a new kind of gimmick <laughs> on it that I'm interested really? to, to hear reactions about. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to spoil that part for sure, but uh, watch toward the end for those Dragon Quest episodes is all I'll say. Um, okay. And then last night, Calfra and me finally got together and recorded some Smash Brothers. Uh, we did two big chunks, one with just me and Calfra playing for about 40 minutes, and then I got Denku Franku on oh, for- shit. For the next session, and it's just me, Calfro, and Denku playing for like 50 minutes, so. That's kind of hype. I got Gaslighter last night, too. You, you did, yeah. Well, Jay didn't join either, so, I mean, you can't Are feel you surprised? I am yeah, not really, but like, oh, I was surprised God. to get Denku, so I was just kind of happy at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Uh, Calfro didn't really recognize who he was, and I'm like, the dude from the Roblox videos, and he's like, oh, that guy. <laughs> so That's great. But no, we had a great time, a lot of great bits. That one also is going to be like the Splatoon videos. Cafro is going to edit them specifically because I oh, that'll have, be cool. I already have two series I'm working on, but I'm going to get it all into Google Drive and then let him edit it and see what the fuck happens. But yeah, I had a lot of fun recording them. I'm glad to have finally gotten out of the way because I know he's been wanting to do that for like a month or so. So it was good, yeah, uh, it was a good stopping point. Why is my phone ringing? Why are you? No. Wow. No, uh, you have to answer it. No, no, I'm good. All right, I'm cool. Good. I'm not editing this out. No, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. At all. <laughs> that was basically the end. Is what I was getting at. It was like that's cool. pretty much all I've been, all I've been working on, uh, health stuff, anchor, editing lines on her gaming stuff in the background. Back to the video games episode nine coming soon. So I've still been slacking a little bit on the uh, lines on her gaming front. Um, I'm still trying to get those edited, but it's just been like one of those things where it's like, I'm trying to do everything for this month and it's not quite succeeding. So we're still trying. We'll see what happens by the end of it, but I'm hoping to get some shit on that channel soon too. Fire Emblem came out today, so. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We recorded two weeks in a row at a particular time and day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm, I think, I think Kyle and I are both pretty hype about it. That's good, because I know you were having issues with that series in particular. So I'm glad yeah. you were able to get it get it up and running again. 
Uh, I'm excited for for Fire Red once the once the old ones are out. So. Me too. Me too. I really I've, I've, I have missed recording them. <laughs> They're fun. They're fun. They're um, really fun. Real quick, I needed to apologize for last uh, two weeks ago. We did our top <laughs> fifty <laughs> YouTubers. <laughs> um, so just to put you in the the mind of of me for a second, um, we recorded for like five hours. Yeah. And I got rid of about an hour of content. Thank God. Thing. And I listened to a decent amount of it, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. As it turned out, maybe I should have listened to the whole thing because I left in an entire pee break. <laughs> an entire... It's two hours and ten minutes in. And we're like, yo, I gotta fucking pee. And Zach's like, yo, we do. So we just go, or whatever. And you wrote a note down, apparently. I heard you apparently, say it in the episode. I wrote it down. But uh, Calfro was like, great piss break, guys. This was epic. <laughs> Yeah, I still I still haven't gone back and listened to it, but I feel like at this point I'm just gonna forget about it and it's uh, wonderful. move on with my life. <laughs> it's a, so, it's a wonderful little bit. I like that a lot. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the piss break. You could have taken your own time to go to go pee pee piss real quick. So. I, I actually listened back to the entire episode. That's the only moment like that where it happens. I Damn. Believe. Okay, so. that's good. Yeah. So you're good on that. Good episode, by the way. I still agree with that list. Uh, for the most part. And I'm glad we've gotten comments on it too, but we'll save those for later. So. Yeah, we got some comments in the Discord too. I should probably bring those up when we get yeah. there. Cool. But anyways, ooh, we got a main topic, <gasps> boy. A main topic to talk about. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's Time management is what we're, what we're speaking on today. The act of, quote, managing your time. Uh, that's not the exact definition, but it's close enough. Pretty darn close. So yeah. Um, basically, the idea for this one's like, yo, time management important as hell, especially when you're a creative type and you have a bajillion projects and work and social responsibilities and life. And how you manage your time can be kind of the this the the piece that puts it all together. If you're great at it, you can get everything done and balance your other life activities. If you're not great at it, maybe two or three things come out that week and then you kind of just sleep for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. a very crucial aspect and one that I'm not entirely good at, but one that I've had a little bit of success in in the past. So. Yeah, same. For, for sure. I think when you look at people who are successful on YouTube or as an entrepreneur... Um, the thing that sets them apart from your average Joe is usually time management. Like there's charisma and there's, you know, specific skills and, you know, having ideas and all that kind of shit. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing is just like time management. Mm -hmm. Because that's how they achieve consistency. Right, right. There's a lot that we have to do as a human. And when you put on top of that trying to build a career out of your creative projects, it, it there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not and with, and with like us specifically, we've mentioned before on this podcast, Tommy and Zach are involved in a bajillion projects, as well as trying to tackle this health challenge, as well as like Zach doing client stuff, all that sort of stuff. And so it becomes even more of a challenge, albeit on a smaller scale. Um, for us to 
sort of weigh all these different projects and their importance and and how we go about working on them and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think one of my personal biggest problems recently has been like noticing that I don't have enough time for everything, so I have to prioritize things, right? Mm-hmm. But not even that. It's just like figuring out what do I need to prioritize. Um, I'm very much – I made a post recently. We might talk about this on the podcast in a future episode. But I made a post recently talking about like these three pillars of like what makes me happy because I've been trying to do like a lot of that reflecting bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I realized the, th- the three things that makes me happy – is creating, learning, and helping people. And it's like, sure, I do some of that sometimes, but like the days that I have the 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 peak happiness is when I'm able to do all three. Right. And it's been a while since I've been able to really learn because a lot of what I've been doing is trying to grow the client services or trying to grow the YouTube or the podcast or whatever it may be. Right. Um, and then other days I'll be trying to create a lot of things. And so it kind of doesn't leave me a whole lot of time to just kind of learn random shit. Like I used to all the time. Um, so it's a, a lot of what, a lot of what I'm trying to work towards is definitely this better time management, trying to figure out how I can do all three of those every day consistently without burning myself out. Exactly. And we, we, we all struggle with this. I struggle especially with prioritizing what I need to do and, and when I need to do it. Um, most recently, too, like, how do I get it back to the video games out when I have all these other things on my plate? Do I tackle the smaller stuff first and then hope to have enough time to get the back to the video games out? Or do I focus on the big one and say, screw the smaller stuff and then get it out and then try to, like, wrap up all the tiny stuff quickly? Um mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways that I try to plan it in my head, and a lot of the time it just comes down to what I'm feeling that day or, or, or how I go about it, but like, I'm sure you guys in particular, I know Jay, um, especially with what he does with TV show episode reviews, is like, that shit is very timely, right? So if you miss the episode mm-hmm. and a new one comes out, you've kind of missed your boat. Like, you could still do it, for sure, and he has still done it before, but like, that peak time when that video is going to do its best is when it's released on time right after the episode and then you can hop into the new one um right or even things like pilot season of him improving his craft like you need to do those consistently enough to really to really elevate that show and it's it's a hard thing to do when you also have smaller stuff and he's also on the let's play channel and all sorts of stuff um kyle like trying to get out let's plays while also scheduling a for fun and profit uh Kalfra working on his own projects while also recording stuff for us like we all, we all, I think, even Parker too, um, considering that he's pretty much part of two Let's Play channels, what games he records, when he records them, how much to record, all that sort of stuff plays a key aspect. And uh, we're hoping today that we can just sort of like shed a light on on some of the time management struggles that we've gone through, but also like actual solutions to sort of help everybody in our inner circle and people who listen to this podcast. Exactly. Um one of the biggest things that I know we struggle with is not only having too much on our plate, not only trying to do too much, but also like not knowing what takes priority. Like you said, it's like, cause, cause in a lot of ways, everything that we do has a high importance to us. Mm-hmm. 
your everyday nerd is my pillar show that I'm trying to make big. And so like, that's got to be super important to me. And it is. But then another YouTube podcast is important to both of us because we do it as a group and we're able to help people through it. And then <laughs> Lions on our gaming is important to us because we have multiple people involved and we don't want to let those people down. You're right. And so it's like, and then you got the Twitch streams and you got the social media and there's, there's a lot to kind of figure out where to place it. And when you can't put a high priority on everything, you have to figure out how much can you do um, any given day or any given week and uh, really put it almost into a schedule. I think the more that the older I get, the more I'm realizing like a schedule is definitely important. And I know that it's like, but I'm an entrepreneur. I get to schedule whenever I want to do anything. And it's like, that's great and all, but when you're halfway through the day and you haven't gotten barely anything accomplished, like you really got to figure out something, something. Right. Right. And it can definitely feel like there isn't enough time in the day. Um, I've, I've heard you and me and a lot of other people, kind of come up with this sort of I don't know where to call it an excuse or a fact but this idea of like there isn't there simply isn't enough time in the day for me to do everything and it's like well if we did the math on it there probably is I think the problem is is like the time that we do have we don't spend on those projects we have to spend it on dumb shit like watching YouTube or fucking eating a sandwich and then sometimes we spend it on shit that we have to do helping your family paying taxes and me and zach's case showering and walking (laughs) like however however you want to do it um so it's not that there isn't enough time in the day or enough time in the week it's that i'm not spending that time in the day and time in the week toward the things that i really want to do and that's just sort of where time management comes into play and the idea of making a schedule is is admitting that okay so these are a lot of the things that I want to do. And if I want to do them, there needs to be sort of a pattern, a rhyme, or a reason to it. Otherwise, it's just going to all go out the window and my time's just going to be spent in 80 different directions, which helps nobody. <laughs> right. Like, we, we talk about we don't have enough time, but then every, almost every successful person ever, unless they were just given money to do stuff and given a bunch of assistance, like almost every successful person ever had the exact same amount of 24 hours that we do. Yep. There's no advantage. There's no, like, and this person gets more hours in the day. Like, no, they don't. We all have time. <laughs> it's, it's like, there, to a certain extent, like, I there, there's some people that will be like, well, that's not entirely true. If you're a mother, you have less hours in the day because you have to take care of your kids and you have to take care of yourself and you have to do all that kind of stuff. And that's true. Or if you come from poverty, you have to work harder to provide for your family or whatever it may be and so you lose out on hours and that's very true and there's definitely like a socioeconomic political like aspect to it but at the end of the day we still all have 24 hours and i i would argue the first goal that any of us should have when trying to figure out how to do everything is to audit everything yep kind of figure out how much importance you have on everything that you're doing, whether it's making YouTube videos, streaming and podcasts, or it's watching Netflix for two hours, playing video games, spending time on Twitter, hanging out with friends. Like no matter what it is you're doing, auditing it 
but then also realizing like a certain amount of time has to be dedicated to your health. Like you have to have enough sleep. You have to do some exercise. You have to be eating right. Like you have to be doing those things because you're not going to be able to do anything else if you can't do those things. Just as simple as like asking the question, why am I doing this to everything Mm -hmm. you do can really be an eye opening experience to realize what stuff really matters and which stuff you're just sort of adding to your life to either waste time or act as filler, right? Like, why am I spending two hours on Twitter? Most people can't answer that. And so that should be like a pretty clear indicator that, oh, this is something that just wastes time and is not something that's actively helping you. Versus, why am I going to the DMV? You need to renew your license. That's why you're going to the DMV. <laughs> like, that mm-hmm. has a very clear answer and is very justifiable, I think, to most people of like, oh, that's why I spent two hours today because I needed to get that done or I was going to get pulled over and be like, hey, you know, your license is expired, that sort of shit. And um, that can even be applied to creative projects that like don't necessarily make you money. Why am I doing back to the video games? Short answer, I enjoy making it. That's it. Mm -hmm. It didn't make me money. I don't have to do it. You could argue it would be a time waster if it's not getting me money in the bank. I would argue that I enjoy doing it and it makes me creatively satisfied. That's a good enough answer. That's a good enough answer to the why. My point is most people don't ask the why. Most people don't question their actions, why they're doing things, how much of it they're doing. And then when they realize they're miserable, it's because they never asked that question to begin with and just went with it because of a variety of different reasons, societal reasons, uh, mental health reasons, pressure, all sorts of differing factors. Um, but one of the things that like me and I've heard Zach talking about it, especially recently, is just questioning everything we do and why mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. Um, can really help sort of put things into perspective. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, If you want to spend two hours a day watching Netflix and it's because it makes you happy, you need to rewind from work or your creative projects or that's whatever a good it why. is. <laughs> that's like, a good that's why. That's a why. Yeah. And that's, that's really the first step. It's just figuring out why you're doing it. It doesn't matter why. It's just knowing why. Because if you realize maybe maybe two hours of Netflix tonight doesn't make me happy, I would rather be spending that time doing something else, then you can start really figuring out how to take that out of your life or, you know, maybe not do as much Netflix or, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But I realized recently, I was asking myself while doing the dishes, I didn't put on a podcast or any music like I usually do. I was just like, let me think about these things. I was like, why the hell? Will I sit there for two hours on social media and do nothing? And I realized the reason I do it is because I I sit there for a few minutes and I'm like, man, I'm really tired. I got a lot to get done, um, but I need to take a break. And then I just start scrolling. And then I realize I'm like, I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do. It's like, well, of course you don't, dumbass. You're spending two hours on TikTok videos. Like, you would have been better spent watching a YouTube video that you had in your watch later that you had intentionally wanted to watch. Right. Than scrolling through TikTok. Anything would have been better. (laughs) Or playing a game that you've been meaning to do a review on, but you're like, man, but I don't have time to play this game. What? You spent two hours on TikTok. Like... It's, it's as simple as just kind of realizing the very specific things that you do and trying to figure out why. And I, I think that's definitely something that's kind of helped me recently. Um, 
and hopefully it'll it'll show in some more behavioral changes um, in the in the, the coming coming weeks. Hope so. Uh, yeah. There's also another thing that we can get into of like, okay, Aiden, I've thought through a lot of stuff and I have a lot of good whys. Um, one could argue too many whys, but the fact of the matter is, if I have thirty whys of things that I really like doing and I can't fit them all into a a day what am I supposed to do there? And like this idea of multiple whys of all these things that you enjoy doing of, I like to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this is a great thing to have. Like most people can barely find one thing that makes them passionate, much less 30 things. It's a good problem to have, but also it's taking those whys, looking at them and being like, all right, I have 30 whys here and I can only do, let's just say 12 for for math sake uh <laughs> i can only do 12 right. of these things then look at those 30 compare those whys and really look deep into them and being like okay well i like doing this and this but if i did this i could also get some of the benefits of this other stuff um or it could be like a timely thing where like i really want to do this but i don't necessarily have all the experience necessary so you can kind of put that why on the back burner and focus on a different one um sort of whittling down those whys to the ones that not only you can physically do, but ones that you could save for later, put in a drawer, uh, think about, or uh, improve upon them in an easier way. Um, sort of taking those whys and, and whittling down to things that are actually doable can be a tough thing, um, especially when you're like us and we have a billion ideas roaming around in our head. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy. It's far from easy, and it's something that I've kind of struggled with my entire life. Uh, but I will say one thing that I've kind of, like you said, you can kind of like put some things away for later. Looking at the, the priority level of not only is this something I need to do or is this something I want to do, but thinking, is this something I have to do right now? Mm-hmm. Because you may want to do a review of every single Disney movie. That might be something you want to do for your YouTube channel. But maybe that's something you don't need to do in the next year. Maybe that's something you can kind of spread out in the next five years. And then you can kind of take a little bit more time with it. Right. Um, especially with ideas for YouTube. I'm constantly like moving ideas around and trying to figure out like, is this something that would benefit me right now? Is this something that would benefit the algorithm? Is this something that I feel fully creatively involved in right now or is it something I can push till later and I think that helps a little bit just kind of figuring out it's like yeah this side project that I really want to do is cool but I can definitely do this in five years and it'll still be just as cool exactly um to give you all a bit of an example that actually happened to me literally last night as we were recording the Smash stuff, Jay had DM'd me and being like, yo, do you want to bring back Gaming Through the Ages? And my first immediate thought was, <laughs> no, I do not want to do that. That took not <laughs> only, that took forever, for starters. They're long podcasts. Um, they weren't consistent. And we had tried doing a Sonic episode three or four times and it eventually fell off the map. And then mm-hmm. when I was uh, sort of managing down stuff and looking for things to cut, like movie night and all that sort of stuff, Gaming through the ages at that point got the chopping block. Um, Right. And so I originally was going to say no, but I didn't want to be like all that mean. And so I'll give you an idea of exactly 
what I said. I wrote, uh, I'm a bit mixed, honestly. I love doing it, but I'm not sure I could do it consistently, you know? Kind of like a movie night situation. It takes so much time to do one of those. And then Jay hit it up with a really good, interesting response. Yeah, I was thinking the same way, and I've also thought about the longevity of it and how we couldn't really do it for too long before we ran out of franchises. So I figured we could turn it into a limited series, and it would only come out once a month rather than a weekly thing. That way we don't have to do it super consistently, but we can still get it done. And I responded with, cool, like a 10-episode miniseries where we only do a few franchises once a month and then call it. And then just like that, in the span of three or four DMs, a project that I had enjoyed doing but couldn't do in its current form is now suddenly transformed into something a lot more manageable and easier to do. Um, Yeah. Just like that. And I don't know if it's going to be more consistent or how it's going to work out or whatever. We don't even really have a shorter format for it. Um, But I I like that idea of turning these old ideas, things that I really love doing, into something a bit more manageable, especially as I continue through life doing the same projects over and over again. Exactly. Um, I have a similar situation where it's like, I really want to do a movie podcast. And it's like, we've done movie night as a group. And we've done some, you know, done some similar shit in the past. But I really want to see more movies. I really want to make a solo podcast where I'm seeing more movies. Uh, But kind of adhering to a daily or weekly movie podcast with no end to it sounds insane right now. Because I already got so much on my plate. So... And, and I've, I've thought the same thing with TV and certain anime and all these kind of things. So, like, one of my big plans for 2020 and beyond is to kind of do this mini-series approach. And it's like, okay, I really want to see every single movie from Alfred Hitchcock. I'm going to do that. And then I can record those episodes as I go. And then when it's done, I can put them out every week for, like, three months and that'll be the end of it mm-hmm. so i really i really like that mini series approach for things like that that way it's like not only is it an end in sight but like you don't have to worry about it as much like oh god are we do we gotta record right. another alfred hitchcock thing today or fuck i don't know if i'm gonna have time to i'm working on your everyday nerd that approach kind of not only takes the pressure out of all of it but like i said earlier you see an end in sight it's a goal that's actually achievable um and that, that makes it a little bit more realistic to do. Whereas I feel like a lot of projects in the early days when we were starting out of, yo, let's do like a Let's Play channel. Let's do a YouTube podcast. Let's do Your Everyday Nerd and Back to the Video Games. None of those have a foreseeable end in sight. And mm-hmm. so the process of continuing to do them has a lot more to do about how we're feeling and how much time we have than it does how long do these things need to go for. Um, yeah. So like YouTube podcasts... You get a lot more episodes of them because me and Zach still enjoy doing it, right? <laughs> like, it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with we have an end planned or a goal or how many episodes or whatever before it's done. We're doing it because we like doing it. And the same could be said for Back to the Video Games and Your Everyday Nerd and stuff. But, like, projects like Movie Night kind of just have an idea, and then there was really no end in sight, and then the passion kind of disappeared, and then it was like, well, fuck, this is going to go on forever. And then it just kind of got halted because we didn't have the time to do it. And so that kind of brings us back to our our main topic here of time management of like maybe even going as far as the projects that you do end up creating, how can you create them in such a way that would actually benefit your time and really justify how much work and effort you're going to put into them? 
Because otherwise, if you're just making projects like that willy-nilly, you're going to end up hurting yourself in the long run. And that's just sort of one of the main things I've learned over the course of doing all these side projects is, man, I got to get real smart about the projects I sign up to, the videos that I do, and how much time I can justify putting into them uh, when I still have all these goals in mind. Yeah, I'm working on a, um, I'm working on a side project for the, uh, the personal channel that I'm really excited about, but I don't want to talk about it just in case. Um, but, uh, I was going through a lot of older videos earlier today mm -hmm. and, uh, it was a lot of like update video type things. And I was like listening to some of the shit I was talking about a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. And it's crazy how much I've been involved in and how much shit just gets canceled right. or how much of it was like, Hey guys, I have this really big idea for this thing today. Um, I'm going to do it. And then I just jump into it without really thinking about the longevity of it. So you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Kind of like when you're going into a project, uh, and I think this can be the same for when you're getting ready to go to college or, you know, when you're thinking about having a child, like anything like that, Big really decisions. thinking, <laughs> right. Really thinking of the longevity of it, the future uh, not to the point where it's going to stop you from doing the thing right. because I, I really believe when you're, when you're a creator, one of the biggest things we have is our curiosity. And I really enjoy those nights where I'm very interested in this very specific physics thing. And I just look up some physics shit and I read about it and it's cool. Like I really love those because then I can put together connections that I couldn't beforehand. Um, but also realizing that not everything requires your immediate attention and a little bit of extra planning can definitely go a long way with the time management aspect of things. Just like, just like a little bit of foresight, right? Ahead. Right. So like, okay, I get this sounds really cool right now, but how is that going to be in four months when you're working on a bigger project? Right? Like. Just taking that little bit of time to be like, is this something that I need to do absolutely right now? Is this the format that it needs to be in? Is this the platform that it needs to go out on? Because there's like a billion social medias, right? Like maybe the project you're mm -hmm. thinking of doesn't even match well on YouTube and would rather work better on like fucking IGTV or something. Like just for an example. Uh, right. For sure. Shit like that. Of like, Just thinking through it before you go out and just do it a lot of the time can, can save you a lot of heartache and... And disappointment when it turns out that that really great idea you had one night doesn't really have too many legs to stand on a month into it. Um, because nobody likes that feeling of, of canceling stuff. I don't like it, Zach didn't like it. Nobody likes mm -hmm. it. Um, no. But we could definitely do a better job at really thinking through these things before they get to that point. <laughs> um, and that, This is true. And that's time management, baby. That's like at the core of it. It's just, it's just thinking, thinking ahead and planning that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of not liking to cancel thing, let's talk about canceling things. Okay, <laughs> cool. What a transition. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but very often we – actually, I do know about you. Very often, Aiden and I get on a call and we talk about our projects. We just recently had a big call when we were talking about the health things. We, we originally started that with what's your 2020 goals and what's, the, what's your goals for the rest of the year and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking about like 
is there anything we can cut? And we were questioning all these things just by like ask again, asking those questions, you can kind of realize like maybe something that you have been doing for a long time or a short time or whatever it may be, might be something that you don't feel as strongly about as beforehand. And maybe that means you either need to cancel it or you need to find a better way to, to do it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Again, consistency is kind of the uh, the end game here. We've talked about quality and quantity a lot, but consistency is like, that's the one we all want to hit for. Right. Um, if you can consistently put out shit content, like you're doing good. <laughs> that's a line in the no. Red Jared music video. Personality doesn't matter <laughs> as long as you put out shitty content consistently. And uh, that's you know great. what? He was spin straight facts in that song, Pro Jared. Straight facts. Hate yeah. him or love him. He got yeah. a point. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like really, <laughs> really questioning the projects you have. Maybe your maybe your show that's called Your Everyday Nerd doesn't need to be daily. And that's wild. And can't I call your bi-weekly like nerd. <laughs> you really can't. I still would like it to be daily eventually. But as of now, like, I would have to quit everything else in order to do that. And that's just not possible. So right. figuring out ways to, to work around that is is very helpful. I'll tell you, like, two, two of my favorite sort of restructurings. Um, one from my end and one from your end that I think benefited us a lot. Uh, and mine is fairly obvious. I don't think you're going to guess what I picked from your end that I really liked. I have um, no idea. But I'll, I'll do mine first. Um, for me, A non anchor. Absolutely. That show okay. started out as a keep in mind when this came when this show came out, it's been a while. It's been two years. I don't know if you remember the format. But originally it was a daily podcast where <laughs> each episode of the podcast was broken up into three, four, or five segments. And all of those segments only had two minutes to talk about a specific a uh, topic that I wanted to discuss that section would end and all five sections would add up to 20 minutes and then that would be an episode of Aiden on Anchor and of course that went fine for like the first two or three days but uh, <laughs> as you can see that format died by episode 7 um, and yeah. that and then the podcast almost died for a very long time the podcast literally did not have an episode in 2018 it literally started back up in 2019 you have like That's the first wild to me the first couple of episodes in 2016 with that weird ass format, nothing for a year, and then the A on Anchor you all know today. And part of the reason I had that original format was because the platform Anchor like was pretty shitty at the time. You couldn't record from yeah. your computer. You had very small limits. You had to break up episodes into sections. And so I made a show that fit that. Um, but turns out during 2018, Anchor really improved a lot of it. And now you can record it from your computer. You can make it as long as you want. You can upload however many you need to. And it distributes to a bajillion different places. Um, it's beautiful. So when Aiden on Anchor came back in 2019, it wasn't that same old format. It was now, yo, this is a weekly show now where all I do is talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And it goes instead from 20 minutes to 30 at most. Um, Obviously, I end up stopping at around 25 minutes usually uh, for some reason, but it can go up to 30 if it wants to. And with that format, for most of the year, Aiden on Anchor has been in the best position it's ever been in, and it looks totally different from the show that it originally started out as. And so that that was a restructuring that I think really benefited me as a whole. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I think it's funny because you started the podcast as Aiden on Anchor, and the whole gimmick was that it was you on Anchor. Yeah. And now I listen to you on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you couldn't do that beforehand. Um, so the name doesn't work as well as it used to, but the show format is significantly better, and we're getting it consistently, and that's dope. I agree. Um, so, do you have any idea what I think I'm going to say for you? A project that went through a little bit of restructuring, but it ultimately turned out better. I think so. Is what it you your think? everyday nerd? It's not your everyday nerd, no. Okay, because I had not. something to talk about in that one, but I don't know then. It's ASAC. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I- explain to me. Because in the early days, in the early days, it was kind of this sort of, uh, I'd answer questions from YouTube comments specifically, and the goal would be like, it'd be like a, a weekly thing. Um, <laughs> it, and then a lot of episodes happened in that current format, as it was, where all, it was do- all you were doing was just answering questions. So we're in a whole lot of jokes, we're in a whole lot of gimmicks, we're in a whole lot of edits, just that. Yeah, they're kind of garbage, honestly. Um, but as the show went on, you kind of figured out the scheduling of it and made it a bit more of a bi-weekly thing. You introduced like Discord and Twitter questions with the hashtag AskDaddySack. You had that cool uh, name scroll name scrolling background that you used for all the questions. And not only that, like the titles, the original thumbnails, and how the videos were structured were like even if you didn't care about the questions, the show would still be funny on its own right. Yeah. Made it to a point where, like, the ass Zach that, like, we know in current day is not the, the way it started, but I infinitely That's enjoy the, the later ass acts a lot more. Um, and obviously you've had, like, issues trying to get it out consistently, but the, the form that it's in currently, I think, is the best version it's been. Thanks. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I 100% agree. It was, it was a show that I had wanted to do because I saw other people doing Q&A shows. You know, people have been doing Q&A shows since YouTube started. Right? Forever. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, this is content I could put out. And so, yeah, you're right. Like those first 10 to 15 episodes even were just kind of me talking in front of a camera, answering questions. <laughs> that was it. Mm-hmm. And then depression started hitting really big and I was getting a bunch of stupid questions. So I was like, what if I just made it a shit show? And yeah. that's, what the, that's what the show is. It's just me fucking joking around about everything. And I get some realistic questions sometimes, and I answer them, and I give them their, their time of day. But um, it's so much fun to just kind of act like an idiot for, for 20 minutes and uh, put on a video. <laughs> Fair enough. I was thinking about your everyday nerd, but ASAC was actually the first thing that came to mind before. Yeah, um... Again, watching through some of those old videos today, I found a clip of me talking about Your Everyday Nerd airing on Anchor as a uh, as a news show, as a n- nerdy news show. Yeah, that's how it started as an Anchor news podcast. Because it, it actually started at my uh, at my college. Oh yeah, as a radio show. And I would play nerd-related music, and I would talk about the news. And, uh, I mean, this was 2016. I remember talking about Skyrim Special Edition. And now we've gotten at least five more editions of Skyrim since then. Uh, But, 
Yeah, and then and then it was like, all right, well, I've stopped doing the radio show, but I like this concept, so I'm gonna do an anchor radio show, and that happened for like five days, and I was like, I don't really want to do this every day. And then it restructured completely into a brand new thing in 2018. Right. And it's uh, changed my episode favorite to episode. idea. <laughs> like, you could even argue yeah. once it went on YouTube, there was a lot of different small restructurings that happened. Yeah, yeah. Even, even like the newest, the two newest episodes, I feel are much stronger uh, narratively than, than past episodes. So yeah, it's definitely like an evolving thing, but that's kind of what we're getting to, right? Is that our ideas can evolve and they can grow and they can change and they don't have to be these stagnant things that continue forever. You can find ways to um, let it work with your schedule rather than trying to work it into your schedule. And I think like two things I can gather from that is is like one kind of give like a project a little bit of a, a chance right like don't don't cancel stuff because it's too hard right don't cancel stuff because like sure. you only gave it like two episodes and they're like eh I'm done right like you have to you have to give these projects a chance enough to where you can kind of develop an idea of where you want it to go so like giving things that time of day to breathe is a good idea um, just to see how it pans out before you like make that move to restructure it or cancel it or all that other stuff. And then two, yeah. something that's helped me a lot is just like micro goal stuff. Like eight on acre mm. is going to go forever, but by the end of the year, if I can get 40 or 30 episodes, there's a micro goal and I will have considered it like a success, right? Uh, back to the video games could go forever. The goal for this year is 12. Mm. And once it hits 12, I'm satisfied, Right. Like those those little those little um, stepping stones, if you will, little micro goals to pass through, uh, can really make a, a never ending project feel like it's changing and growing. And when you set these little like goals for yourself to get it to a certain point, um, and then that way too, like as you continue to do more of them, you can find more things to improve and ways to change it. So that hey, if you gave something a chance for like forty videos and you still don't like it. You, you're you're more confident in getting rid of it like IMO <laughs> yeah yeah these micro goals man they're so good they're so good because just in like the last three weeks like I've put out more content in the last three weeks than I have in the last three months and it's just because I made these goals and I and I haven't been 100% with them like I've definitely we talked about it earlier like I felt at some of them but like just by trying, I've put out more than I originally was going to. Mm-hmm. And again, your everyday nerd. Like, I moved it to a three-day-a-week schedule. And hopefully, by the end of the year, I'm still going to have more episodes doing it that way than I would have if I had tried to do it daily and just fucked up a lot. And then gave up. All right. So having goals, making them realistic. We did an entire episode about kind of goal-setting and making scheduling. realistic goals for yourself and scheduling. Good, good, probably companion episode to this, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, kind of figuring out those, uh, like how much of it can you do without burning yourself out, but also not letting it. Like it can still be a challenge. I think 
I think a lot of the times we we tend to start overthinking things too early, like you said, the whole don't quit or anything like super early. Right. Like again, I sometimes I'm thinking, man, what if I just did this show once a week? Then I could definitely succeed. But it's it's a much more rewarding challenge to have the three the three day a week goal. Sure. Because even if I don't hit it, then if I get two out that week, that's better than just the one. Mm-hmm. Or if I miss that one once a week, if I'm trying to do it weekly and I miss one of those, then it's like, okay, now I've got one out every two weeks and that would suck even more. Kind of, so, uh, yeah. kind of taking a little bit of a, of a two day rule, Matt Diavella type thing where like, Oh, mm. fuck, I can't do this every day. Like, that's physically impossible. But what if I, like, had a, an opportunity to skip a day or so so that the day after that could be, like, well-charged and, and ready to go, right? Like, the idea of doing a Your Everyday Nerd every fucking day where if you miss a day, oops, it's over, like, mm. leads to hiatuses, obviously, in that format that it's right. structured in, whereas once every day or so... Like, gives you the opportunity that if you miss a day, fine, but, like, you still have an opportunity to get those three episodes out because there's five days in a week, right? Like, you have skip That's days true. almost built into it. That's uh, actually true. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. To where you could easily get back on the horse. Um, a lot of the reason that we set up goals and they don't work too well is because we don't have a really good way of getting back on the horse, right? Mm-hmm. We'll set a goal where, like, I'm going to only drink water. And then the one day you drink a soda, you're like, well, I guess it's over. (laughs) It's like, no, you drink water for like six months and you drink one soda and now you're quitting. Like we need, we need a better way to, to set up goals to where like, if you do fail, when you inevitably fail, because these things are hard to do, they're human. There needs to be like a, oh, by the way, like if you do fuck up, which I know you will, that's totally cool. Here's how you can get back on that horse. Um, and I feel like as creatives especially, where we're so attached to the work and the idea and the execution and all that sort of stuff, when we miss a day or when we fuck up, we don't really have a good get back on the horse style mentality. We instead go to, well, I guess this is never going to succeed ever again. Time to throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah. No. You're, I mean, you're so right. I was watching um, I was watching a Matt Diavella video yesterday about uh, food. Because oh, yeah, yeah. it's been in my watch later for a long time. But let's talk about how uh, there's these this kind of myth about bad food. And it's that, you know, if you eat a burger, like, but you're trying to have a really healthy diet, the goal to eating something you feel like you shouldn't eat is to just enjoy it and move on. Because if you don't enjoy it, you're going to feel guilty about it. And like you said, like, you're just going to be like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm getting the ice cream and the chips and the candy. And uh, next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. And you're uh, you're hating yourself even more than just after you ate the burger. And shit, like... But it's the same thing. We, we've even talked about this before with, like, the college episode and being like, yo, failure is fucking awesome. Failure is a learning point. Failure is an idea to try it again. Failure is all these sort of wonderful things. And we should, like, be looking for that. And when it does happen, 
getting back up on that horse and, and trying again. Like we literally talked about this early in the podcast. Um, mm. And to me, it's no different than the sort of two day rule time management type shit. We're like, if we don't get a project done and we fail, we're treating it like it's the worst thing in the world where me and you have discussed at length why failure is awesome. Yet when it comes to our own creative failures, when it comes to missing deadlines, me and you revert right back to the, oh man, I fucked it. This is so bad. Like, <laughs> even though we've, yeah, we've, we've no, stressed the importance and the awesomeness of failure before, when it comes to our own personal stuff, we still treat it like it's the end of the world. Um, and I feel like a lot yeah. of creators do, not just me and you, a lot of people do. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but my entire life, people have told me to stop being so hard on myself. But, like, especially recently with, like, so many things going wrong that I had no control over, like, a lot of my confidence in what I was doing started to go downhill a lot. Like, it was just a lot of, well, fuck, dude, if I can't do this right, how am I going to do anything else right, right? Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I think I think a lot of creators, if not all creators, kind of have this brain that's wired to want to do a lot of things, want to create a lot of things. Um, but very often, if something doesn't go exactly the way they pictured it, not even on a scheduling standpoint, but even even like in a creative mindset, like you do a painting and you messed up this one little thing here. And now you feel like the entire painting is ruined because you made one little mistake. Um, like turning that mistake into a learning experience, uh, going Bob Ross on it and turning that <laughs> mistake into something better than what it originally was. Like right. those kind of things. Like you're absolutely right. We've talked so much about how failure is awesome and it's important and it's part of the process. And yet, for some reason, we're still very hard on ourselves. <laughs> very. I am, too. I'm just as bad at it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of the things that I'm kind of trying to work on right now. I'm uh, With the schedule that I've kind of worked on uh, over the last couple of days, and I just started implementing today, like, it wasn't even 100% right today because I had other stuff I had to go do that wasn't in the schedule because it was something... Like, I had to go take care of some paperwork. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be doing that every day. I'm not going to be doing that every Thursday, but that was something I had to do. So something else I had to give. Um, so I think a big part of this is, especially when you get into the scheduling aspect, which I know we haven't talked about a whole lot. We'll get um, into it. But we'll get into it. Like, a big part of that is just kind of being flexible as well. And here's like a, like a little bit of a, not even a well-kept secret of time management stuff. Um, there's always tomorrow. Like, so what if you, if you fucked up not getting out of video today? Tomorrow exists. In fact, the next 70 years exists. And you're hung up on today. <laughs> you are hung up <laughs> on, in all likelihood, 0.56% of, 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 of the entire year. Right? Like you're mm -hmm. hung up on the tiniest of tiniest things in the grand scheme of things, right? And the amount of time that most people live on today's earth, how on earth we manage to get hung up over one mistake of one day is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like we're we're able to somehow in our in our mind 
take one little issue and act like it's Armageddon in her own personal space. Um, and that's where, like, oh. the, the thing about, like, time management is there's always more time tomorrow, right? You can't get something done today, schedule that bitch in for tomorrow, and you fucking, you tackle it again. <laughs> right. I love how, like, we get pissed off at stupid stuff. All the time. All the time. Like, it's crazy. All the time. Our brains are masters oh, at man. it. <laughs> but, yeah. No, you're, I mean, again, you're definitely right. Like, there's so much time that we... That if you allow yourself to be upset over one mistake on one day, then you're going to carry that mistake into the next day. Right. And you're going to think about how upset you are. And the next thing you know, you're going to know, like, it's going to be five years later. And you're going to be watching a video of yourself and you're talking about the exact same problems. <laughs> yeah. The exact same things. Yep. Oh, man. I can't tell you how many times I've put it in a video I'm so sorry, guys. I didn't get this thing out today. I planned on making this big. It was going to happen. I was really excited about it, but I didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to get it done. Like, what if I had just not said that and just not worried about it and just worked on it the next day? Right. But instead, I'd get worked on it, worked up about it. There was a. Um, I think you've probably heard this video before. Satch, a while back. Um, I forgot what the video was called or whatever. But he was basically talking about like how in our brains you get the same sort of dopamine reaction to announcing that you're going to do a product, yeah. a project. You get the same amount as actually finishing the project. It's <laughs> wild, right? Like what the fuck? That's so that's so messed up. Why is that a thing? But it's absolutely true. I get super excited about announcing an episode of Back to the yeah. Video Games, and I might not even have finished it yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that sets us up for failure so many times. <laughs> my my biggest failure in this whole YouTube thing is a little old show called Nintendo the History. <laughs> yeah. And I still think about it. I'm still like, fuck, dude, that went horrible. And it was because I came out with this idea... I put out the first video and then I tried to get people to work on it with me. And then I waited and I waited and I waited and I put out three videos and then things went wrong and I waited and I waited. And next thing you know, like three years later, I'm restarting the show only to put out one episode and it go nowhere. Right. Despite you like but announcing it on Twitter and other videos. Despite me announcing it multiple times, yeah. putting up a Patreon for it writing scripts upon scripts for videos like i could do i could do five episodes of it like <laughs> this week you really like, i have that much content i have so much like research and all kinds of shit and it just ended up being a thing that i spent too much time talking about and not enough time doing it. Right. and i think like in our heads we somehow convince ourselves that oh now that we've announced it it's real Right, and it's a thing where like now there's this added pressure to get it done, and because we announced it, we're gonna get super extra motivated to actually work on it, and then that feeling of dopamine eventually leaves, and we go back to our normal state where it like doesn't produce the same high anymore, and now you have a deadline on you, <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> I still get worried about it. I still get worried about this thing because we talk a lot about on this podcast about our plans and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a personal channel where I talk about that kind of stuff now. I have my personal podcast where I talk about that kind of stuff. I have announcements in Discord and Twitter. And I, I, I try to overshare 
this kind of creative entrepreneurship life because I want to help people in the long run. I'm hoping that my journey can help somebody. Um, but in doing that, I'm wondering how much am I sacrificing um, in the long term because I'm over-promising things that might not happen, right? And it's it's tough. Like, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. And I'm trying to do better about keeping certain ideas secret because they might not happen or waiting until it's like the thing is done before I mention something about it. Right. It's hard to do. It's yeah. hard to do. I think another like big problem with like, that's sort of one pitfall you can fall in with time management stuff. Another mm-hmm. one that has struck both me and Zach is that um, this idea that that the planning is more fun than actually the doing. Where the idea comes into it, I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to I'm going to write everything down. I'm going to get myself a blueprint, and that way tomorrow, when I when I look back at this plan, I'm going to actually do stuff, and it's it's going to be amazing. It's going to lead to so much action, so much productivity, and you get all wrapped up in the plan and all the tiny little details and the schedule and all that sort of stuff. And then the next day passes, and the plan and schedule are made, but then it's just not as fun and interesting mm-hmm. to actually follow through on it. And so, like, a plan isn't really a plan unless it results in action. Like, what are you writing if it's not going to result in, like, an actual thing that happens, right? Otherwise, you're kind of wasting time. But I know why, because it's super fun to do it. Like, it's incredibly oh, awesome. fun. I love doing it. <laughs> it's a, it could I mean, be a creative medium all itself. It's just plan writing. I could do it all day. It'd be so fun. <laughs> I have hundreds of video topics written down in a Google Sheet. The Google Sheet's right in front of me. Yeah. And I could do any of them at any point. And I have rewritten this dumbass schedule for 2019 probably over a dozen times. Wow. Probably. Because it's like something will go wrong and I won't get a video out. And so I have to like move everything. And then I get back into the thoughts of, oh shit, I could do this topic at some point too. And so I'll add to it. And then next thing you know, like you had 30 weeks planned of content every single day and you did like 20 videos during those 30 weeks. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I've had to like, I've had to stop myself recently of, uh, cause I'll get into the mindset of, Oh, let me go look at the schedule right quick and see how everything's going and figure out some stuff to the point where it's like when I redid the schedule for September for season two of Everyday Nerd and everything else that I've been doing, I did the schedule for September. I rethought about how much I was putting everything out and I haven't touched October except for like a couple of very October related things. Right. Halloween stuff. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, but it's like, I couldn't tell you the first video I need to put out in October because I need to work on September. Right. So I, th- I think right. I think, and I did this a lot with Lions Honor Gaming, where it was more fun putting the schedule down than it was actually doing the Let's Play <laughs> content. <laughs> and I guess yeah. that tells you a bit of where I'm at in 2019 that I find writing down schedules are more fun than recording Let's Plays. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> and um, that's true. And even now, like, I made one for recently, and like, yo, we have enough stuff to do this, let's do it, and then I don't have internet access, of course, so I can't upload anything, and now I'm fucked again. So, like, whatever. Um, 
But no, like, we spend more time making it fun for ourselves than we do actually making it practical. Because in reality, mm. plans should not be this this thing that is a lot of fun or is, is an art project to put together. It should be very basic, <laughs> very practical, very to the point, and then when you're done, you're done, right? Like, you don't need to go back to it right. and rechange it again, but, like, somehow, some way, especially if you're the creative type of person, we get so wrapped up to it like we're making a video about the schedule itself and not what's on the schedule <laughs> like with the amount of time we spent on it we could have made a video about all the different schedules we've made and all oh. these different plans right like oh absolutely for, for its own video we've spent that much time on it like i said earlier i worked on a new schedule for like my life and just like like this is when i want to do my client work this is when i want to do my personal editing this is when I want to take like an hour and just like fucking read and learn about something. Um, but I'm really worried that I done fucked up again. And in two weeks, like this schedule is going to be useless. Right. So I'm going to be trying harder than I ever have to adhere to it. But it's like I distinctly remember a day in college where I was up all night in a classroom studying Japanese and I was like, man, I really need to study this more because I can't be cramming like this for every single quiz. <laughs> and so I spent literally probably two hours figuring out my college schedule on a whiteboard in a classroom at 4 a.m., okay. taking pictures of it. And then three days later, later, it was obsolete. I'll tell you another fun scheduling thing. So, and this never really came to fruition other than like one time, but I have this fascination with like tournaments and like sports but more from like the stat perspective than the actual like people perspective so i'm very into yeah. like games and stuff like that where i can see a lot of stats and numbers and all that sort of fun stuff so um i wanted to do basically a league kind of like the monthly battle league but instead of that it was gonna be a smash brothers cpus so all the cpus would be organized into divisions and then they would each have a schedule where they fought each other. And then the idea would be that each week I would turn that into content and have would have them face each other and all that sort of stuff. And because it's CPUs, like all I would have to do is commentate over and just watch the madness. Like the content writes itself. That's interesting, um, yeah. And so every time I wanted to do this, because this idea went off and on for like several years. And we did like one season of it with Ethan way back when, when I was kind of uh, in middle school or junior high or whatever. But then I would have the idea to want to bring it back. And then I'm like, well, I can't really bring it back until I do the schedule part of it first. And so there were multiple days in high school where rather than listening to class, I'm here over here trying to figure out division and schedule matchups and shit because I found <laughs> it to be more interesting than, I don't know, history or whatever. Right, uh, right. So I would put all this work into, into the scheduling. I had like no shit, like a binder of different pages of all these different schedule layouts and all this sort of shit. And I would have it ready to go. And by the time I put in all the effort to that, none of the seasons ended up happening. I have the yeah. schedules to all of them. None of the seasons ever ended up happening. And of course, that later sort of evolved into competitive Pokemon battles and then Monthly Battle League and then that sort of idea. Uh, and still, with Monthly Battle League, like, nowadays, I don't even make the schedule. I go to a fucking website that does it for you. And it's done. Right? And then I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to focus on it. It's there. And then we just stick to it. Basically. But no, back in the day, like I had, I had several Smash Brothers leagues that I was gonna do with CPUs, and I might return to that idea one day. 
but uh, the scheduling kind of took over most of the actual production stuff. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's, I mean, there's tons of ideas where I've had the exact same thing happen. Um, and I hope to return to them eventually one day, maybe, right? Like, it's like, I don't know. But yeah, like I had an idea for, um, I was going to turn NES cartridges and information about the NES games into like baseball cards. Hmm. And like try to sell them online, and I still think that'd be a really cool idea. Uh, and I spent like hours like getting the box art for a bunch of games and starting to get the information together, and then like a week later I forgot about it. <laughs> that was it. Yep. <laughs> or I started an Instagram account where I made old memes look like art exhibits stuff, and I really like it. And I think it's a really cool idea, and I'd like to do more of it. But uh, it's been like six months. So it's going to be a while before I get back to it. Or Nintendo the History, where it's like I had schedule on top of schedule and documents of information to give people and like a team of like seven people and like all these things, all this scheduling and planning. And the show's just dead. (laughs) It's gone. And the hours you spent working on it for the schedule. And the hours, right? Yeah. And even your everyday nerd, too. Like, it was getting ready for season two. I spent a lot of time, like, originally, all the graphics were going to be a little bit different. I was going to do a lot of uh, other weird scheduling things and uh, format changes. And it got to the point where, like, three months later, I didn't have the time to really... I didn't prioritize the time to do all that. But I was tired of not putting out an episode, so I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll change a couple of small things." But I just really want to put out an episode. So I guess to kind of turn it back into a more practical thing for people listening at home who are like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, now I'm scared of overscheduling. Now I'm scared of overplanning. How do I know if I've taken it too far, and 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 when should I stop?" What do you think is like the answer to this sort of solution? Like, what's the, what's the answer to this problem? You think? I think. When you get to the point where you could have put out something. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> but I, I know, I know, it's still, it's super basic. I, I think that it's like when you've planned out more than a month's worth of stuff, mm-hmm. when you've planned out everything to a T and you're still going, <laughs> like that's the point where you need to say, okay... I need to actually do the thing that I was going to do. Right. And I think this can be this. I think this can be said for anything, not just YouTube and content. Life. Self, but life. <laughs> right. Self-improvement. I know there's a lot of people and I think this is more practical for anybody than even the YouTube stuff that we're doing for the creators. New year's resolutions. We talked about them in an entire episode. But it's like when you've gotten to the point where you've bought the new running shoes and you've bought the new the new clothes and you've gotten the gym membership and you've scheduled out 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. every day on your calendar and you haven't gone to the gym yet. (laughs) That might be a wake up sign that maybe maybe you should you should calm down and go to the gym. Right. right. But like we get or, we, we get so wrapped into it when we're doing it. A lot of people don't know. Right. Like a lot of people are like, no, right. just a little bit more planning and then I'll go do it. Right. When you get to the point where like you're you're saying and then I'll go do it, you know, like maybe you catch right. yourself on that. 
it's it's very it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, it's one of the things that I think meditation is going to help a lot with having that mindfulness of what you're doing more mm-hmm. more often than not. Uh, I think is going to help a lot of people there. That's why like so many people are talking about meditation now. Right. That's why I really want to do it a lot more. Um, but it's it's just kind of realizing, okay, I spent too much time, effort, money on this thing, and I haven't put out the results that I want yet. Not because I wasn't working hard enough, but because I wasn't almost working smart enough, right? Right. Like we've talked about with content creation, there's some people that will go out there and they'll spend thousands of dollars on equipment and computers and cameras and shit and then put out two videos. Call and it that's a. it. Call it a day, yeah. Or uh, and, to bring it back to an older episode, the people who are all up in the idea phase but never actually practical enough to execute on it because they're so wrapped up in the perfect idea. We touched on this literally like the first episode, I think, of people who were we did, yeah. too wrapped up in the idea to execute. And that's essentially like kind of what we're talking about now, honestly, is like I'm wrapped up in the idea of scheduling rather than executing on said schedule, like that sort of stuff. <laughs> Right, because I think when you realize that your perfect schedule is not ideal, yeah. when you realize that you're going to fail, there's going to be a day where you're not going to be able to put out a thing, and then you're going to have to refix the schedule. Or when you realize that your perfect idea isn't going to work, because maybe you don't have the technical prowess to do it, maybe you don't have the charisma to put off the, the what you want to do, maybe you don't have the budget or the resources to do everything exactly the way you want to, like once you realize that, then the planning stages are going to be more along the lines of something that you should do, but don't get too caught up into because starting the process is really where you're going to start figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I do it. Especially if you're just starting something like a YouTube channel or a series or something like that. Like you can get stuck in that idea phase like we both said for forever and it'll just never happen uh, a lot of sort of when when i schedule my own stuff right um i don't like i said write scripts so a lot of that isn't there um i don't really have episode topics for back to the video games after like a certain point like i'll have two that i really want to do and then by the time i'm done with those two i'll have two more but i'm not writing them down i'm not making a list it's as they come to me, as I'm playing a game, as I'm thinking about a topic, oh, wouldn't this be cool? And then just act on it, right? The only type of, like, actual set-in-stone goals and shit that I have is just, like, the day it comes out, right? Uh, is just straight up, like, I want to post a video on Sunday. And whatever form that video takes doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what process it took to get there. So long as something came out on there. So I'm not really focusing on all the the details or anything like that, but but rather the, the end result of, of what day that comes out. And so I just think doing that, making those goals a lot more practical and just sort of setting aside all the intangible stuff, I really think can sort of help people not only schedule, but also focus on time management type stuff. I would get a water bottle while you answer that phone call. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Dasani Water. 
And when I drink water, you know, I have a certain taste, if you will. My palate only prefers one brand of water, and that there there is Dasani. Now, Dasani water, rather than that Aquafina bullshit, has that taste, that refreshing quality. You just take a sip of this Dasani water and listen to this. Listen to this. You hear that? That's the sound of refreshment, all right? And you can't get that from a soda, from a juice, from seltzer water, any of this hippy-dippy bullshit. This is straight-up, actual, practical Dasani water. You can get it at a vending machine. You can get it at the grocery store. Wherever you want it, you can get it. Dasani water. It's refreshing as fuck. This is not actually an ad. I'm making this shit up. Waiting for Jack to get back. But I figured I could waste dead air by talking about it. What else is on this Dasani water bottle label? Purified water. Enhanced with minerals. For a pure, fresh taste. Look at that. They're adding minerals this shit. That's wild. 16.9 fluid ounces. 1.06 pints. 50 ml. Is that milliliters? Or is that just liters? How much shit's in this? Zero fat. 0% sodium, 0% total carbs, 0% protein, 0 calories. Tastes like the clouds are delivering rain droplets to your mouth. How impressive is that? Bottled by a member of the Coca-Cola Bottlers Association in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, these are the same people that make the soda, so they're already taking my money. Informs. For water quality and information, please call 1-800-788-5047. Or visit www.dasani.com. That again is 1-800-788-5047. Or visit www.dasani.com. When it made from the earth, that's how you know it's real shit. I'm back. Sorry about that. Yo, welcome back. My family called and then my 17-year-old sister got a scam Facebook message saying that she had $20,000 waiting on her. And I had to explain why it was a scam message. <laughs> well, yeah. <sighs> Although, um, I was on some bullshit about a Dasani ad about halfway through. <laughs> was you really? Yeah, okay. I just like grabbed a Dasani water bottle and started doing a fake ad for it. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. You know me. If comedy is, is there, even if it's not particularly valuable, keep it in. It's uh, subjective. So... So the basic way that I sort of go about making stuff now when I'm scheduling out stuff, it's less to do with a lot of the intangible stuff and is more just like one specific goal of it comes out on this day, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll know what I want to make and I'll know what day it comes out. But as far as the content of the video itself, what the episode is about, like all those sort of questions sort of come to me throughout that week. Um, because I don't do script writing, because I don't, like, have a bunch of topics listed out, it's very, like, spur of the moment a lot of the time. And so, mm. when I do schedule stuff, the main stuff I'm scheduling is the real practical things of, like, what series and what data does it come out. Everything else is, like, I'll go with the flow on it and figure out, like, what I need the video to be. But I don't really have any expectations or stuff going in about what the video is going to be like once it's all done, because I'm not even sure half the time exactly and so i'm like real down to practical stuff like in on anchor 
It comes out once a week. When I talk about who the fuck knows, right? But like, basically, <laughs> I pick a day to record it and I pick a day for it to go up and that's about it, right? Lions Honor Gaming. What day does it come out? What series and what people are recording it? As far as the content of the episode is concerned, who knows, right? If I can lean into my natural sort of improv uh, run-of-the-mouth type stuff where, like, I can just keep talking for a while and I don't have to write stuff down, if I can work on that skill even more through my content, then, then I will, and I'll do that a lot of the time. Whereas the projects that we've done in the past that haven't gone over so well are the ones that require, like, a lot of planning and stuff, like movie night and all that sort of stuff, where, like, not only do you have to watch two That's movies, fair. but you have to have topics set out, and it's this big investment going in and that's not necessarily my my skill but i know it's i know it's different for you considering the type of content that you make and that you also write stuff down and script and all that sort of fun stuff i think the longer we do this podcast we're going to start contradicting ourselves a lot oh sure because <laughs> a lot of this comes down to self-awareness yeah. right and we said it before but it's like we've talked about in an episode about getting ideas and how if you're struggling with ideas like spend a day and write a bunch of ideas now like we've talked about that right yeah but now we're saying maybe don't do that if it comes at the cost of not putting out content well like for me so a day of doing that i can have it to where it doesn't necessarily ruin everything else like right it's it's how i it's how i do it is the thing that matters if i'm doing it the day before the video fucking comes out then yeah you know maybe work on the video right (laughs) like how how and when you go about these things is is just as important yeah it's a matter of what type of person are you do you have a lot of ideas if so maybe you don't need to write as much down are you like Aiden where you like to wing things? Maybe you don't need to write as much stuff down. Do you have problems coming up with ideas? Maybe you need to carry a journal or pull up a note app on your phone and when you do get an idea, write it down, mm-hmm. right? I, I think I'm starting to, I think I wanna start heading towards a little bit more of what you do because I, like we said, I get super into that. Oh, time to schedule and plan for the next three hours. Let's go. Right. And it just wastes a bunch of time. But uh, like even just yesterday, I was moving around some different topic ideas. And I think I'm going to I think I'm definitely going to start not uh, doing as much planning for things because it gets in the way of the content. It really does. The same like I have the same weakness, but it's with group projects. When other people are involved, suddenly the the winging it Aiden who goes with the flow is now all of a sudden the hyper-realistic planner that wants to have everything done in a certain way. And I don't know why my mind does that or what the reasoning behind it is, but like it can be very tough to be like, well, I'm busy. I'm free and available. Why aren't you? Right? Like, you know, uh-huh. and why aren't you yeah. taking it as seriously on certain occasions? And I got to keep in mind, it's like, I'm not the only one involved in this shit, right? And uh, right, and group projects right. don't happen unless everybody's kind of on the same page. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. more of my sort of weakness when it comes to scheduling shit like that is when it's in a group environment, especially uh, the wing of Aiden suddenly becomes business oriented for whatever weird reason. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Well, it's because you're you're involved with other people mm-hmm. and you want to be professional. You want to. You don't want to be the weakest person in that group. Right? Like, you want to have your shit together. So, I completely understand that. 
I think the best way to make sure that you're not over planning, but still having a schedule, because again, I've got a schedule. I'm going to try to adhere to it. We're going to see what happens. Um, is to not get super specific with the schedule. Now, I don't mean don't figure out like what times you're going to do things because I've done that. I've said for this three hour block, I'm going to do client work, mm-hmm. but I'm not specifying which client work because I could just as easily be like on this three hour block on Monday from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. I'm going to work on this particular client stuff. I could do that, but I'm being too specific with it. Right. Or I could just as easily like keep the schedule and then every single week, like plug in everything that I've got going on that week and making it that super specific. Like this day at 2 p.m., I'm going to work on Your Everyday Nerd episode 106 about this talk. Like I could do that, but at that point I've gone too far. I think for a lot of people who don't have that like time management muscle like trained a lot of the time and they're just like trying to step into mm. it they'll get the idea to go super specific and apply to every little detail in hopes that mm. that'll make them do better when in actuality what you need to do to build that muscle is to actually do it and that means making it to a point where it's realistic enough to where you can actually achieve it right um, exactly. It's setting up details like that that are oddly specific and weirdly like don't go towards your goals in the first place and are rather restrictions <laughs> right. that you set up on yourself for some dumbass reason. Like those don't help at all. Um, like we mentioned with the health stuff, it's not necessarily important that we're following each one of these si- seven things to a T. The important thing is that we're building that muscle and attempting this shit in the first place. Right. Um, right. So for the people who have done time management for like three years and are kind of like a master at it, be specific however you want. You're probably self-aware enough that where you know your limits and how far to go and all this sort of stuff. Um, but for people who might be listening to this podcast who might have never done it before – the important thing is to at least just sort of flex that muscle and try in the first place. Fuck how specific it is. The important thing is that you're putting in work and effort to begin with. <laughs> right, right. Like even today, it didn't go as planned. Like on my schedule, like I said, uh, different other things came up and um, certain things I didn't get a chance to do. Um, I had planned on eating dinner at five o'clock. LOL. But I also planned to take a 20 minute nap that turned into a two hour nap. So that didn't happen. Um, It's it's really like, you know, trying to figure out like what doesn't need to be super specific. Maybe maybe the things that need to be specific is like a morning routine, having a morning routine, adhering to that, having it be the exact same thing every day. Maybe that needs to be specific. But it's like if you're going to schedule out time to record or write for a show that you're doing then maybe it could just it doesn't need to be as specific right you're prioritizing the basics here the stuff that needs to get done Mm -hmm. not the not the details and the nitty-gritty shit like simply going as far as saying i need to exercise for at least 30 minutes is enough right especially if you Mm -hmm. haven't done stuff like that before like as i said you get better at it and you kind of understand where you're at and you're a bit more self-aware a lot of people aren't and so just sort of figuring out what works for you in the first place is important and being able to be like yo i've tried doing this for like three days and i'm failing miserably at it it's time to adjust the goal taking that step is also like a a real big big brain moment where like 
oh shit, this shit didn't stand stone. I can fix it to make it better for me. Like, of course you can. It's a goal. You're the one who made it. Like, you know, change it up if you have to. Yeah. The important thing, again, is that you're trying and making an effort in the first place. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you wanted to walk for 30 minutes, but turns out for the last three days, you've walked for 15 minutes. Right. Well, move back that goalpost. Move it to 20 minutes. Try to push yourself a little bit. Or if you're comfortable doing the 15, do the 15. That's still better than zero. Right. And the same can be said with YouTube and podcasts and live streams and everything that we talk about, everything that we do as creators. Um, if you're having a tr- trouble putting out a video every week, move it to every two weeks. You know, try to still challenge yourself, but not at the point where we've talked about this, where you're burning out. You don't want to burn out for sure. Cause here's the thing about like consistency and all that sort of stuff. Um, audiences expect certain things. And the reason that they expect those things is because you, the creator have set up a list of rules that they can expect and uh, sort of an expectation, if you will. Every time you change that expectation and move the goalpost and go back and forth and all this sort of shit, it rightfully gets confusing, right? And most people are not going to be willing to stick around. Whereas you do it for a week, for like several months, and you're like, yo, I can't do this. We're going to go to two weeks. And you say that, right? But it's more important that you actually follow up on it. That way you're not confusing people, right? So no matter what rule set you go by, one video a day, one video a week, Two videos a week, uh, one video every two weeks, one video every month. No matter what rule set you're setting up for your audience, follow through on it is the main thing. And if mm-hmm. you can't and you change it, be sure to follow up on that. Because there's only so many times where you don't follow up on stuff that you kind of get a reputation around people. And then it's just like yeah. you're past the point of no return. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I was thinking, um, I was talking to Marjack the other day. And uh, he's really excited for my Music Monday series. Mm-hmm. Like he's unreasonably excited about it. Yeah. He said it was the only thing that I've put out or that I've planned on putting out that he's been excited about, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is something I've talked about for like six months. Yeah. It's an old idea. And it's like, fuck. Like that kind of sucks. Like I mentioned this thing I was going to do and it's been six months and I still hadn't put it out. I've talked about it a couple of times at this point. Still hadn't put it out. Like that kind of being consistent in not only what you put out, but in what you're telling your audience is part of that consistency. Because like, sure. there's this whole thing of like, as YouTubers, the one thing that you have like above TV stars and movie people and all that sort of stuff is that personal relationship. You cannot get a more mm. personal relationship than with a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer or a content creator. Like that's as close as most people get to knowing the real you a lot of the time. And so a part of that, like every other friendship, trust is a big key factor in that. And when you consistently yeah. are like, LOL, no, I'm doing this instead. You know, like there's other creators on the website. Like, why do I, you know, <laughs> like, why am I putting yeah, up with I this? Why do I your flaky ass? <laughs> yeah, like, why am I, why am I putting up with this exactly? Um, yeah, it's something that I worry about. <laughs> it, it is because it's like oftentimes, like I'll be like, I have all these plans and then I just don't follow through with all of them. And that one thing that I didn't follow through could be somebody's favorite thing. Yeah. And we have no idea what everybody's favorite thing is or what they come for. We do so much that it's like, 
I'm not even sure, to be fair, like what people really come to me yeah. or for you or for us for. Um, but the best I can do is try to please each of those crowds and be like, all right, look, I didn't get a fucking Let's Play episode out today, but I, you know, you're going to get one in like a week or so. And I'm going to put it out. And I'm going to try for that instead. Um, I know I miss yeah. monthly battle videos, but I'm going to get these season three videos out eventually. And I eventually did. Right. Um, once it gets past like the six months or your point and you still haven't really done it yet, <laughs> you know, might be the point where you kind of have to move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I wanted to briefly move on to, um, kind of the biggest reason that I've been taking time management a little more seriously lately. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was, I was looking at a family member and I won't say who it is. Um, but I was looking at a family member and I was just kind of realizing like how much this specific family member kind of complains about things. Uh, but not only that, like the specific family member has like always had a bunch of plans or goals and she never really followed through with a lot of them. And I was realizing like that could very easily be me <laughs> in the future. Like it could 100% be me in the future. It could be anybody. If you set yourself it, up for it. It could be everybody. Right. Like, right. You know. It could be it could be anybody. And it just got me really, really thinking. I was like, man, like I talk about how much I want to be successful and I talk about all these things I want to do. Like the worst thing in the world could be me not doing anything with it. We complain about that and joke about that on the podcast all the time. And are like, we any yeah. better? Like, you know, right. we do the exact same shit consistently. Uh, yeah, that's again, scary. I'm watching a video of mine from two years ago where I asked the question, it was, it was a vlog of mine. And the question was, am I full of it? That was the title of it. I remember that video. And it's eight minutes of me talking about, the exact same things I talked about last week on the podcast. It's crazy. <laughs> or, you know, just like these things of wanting to be more consistent, having a lot of ideas, knowing what I got to get done, making, making uh, complaints and excuses, but kind of wording them in a way where it doesn't sound like that. I disguise I'm really good at that. I'm <laughs> yeah. really good at bullshitting. And it's the more I know myself, the more I learn about my behaviors, mm -hmm. the more I'm realizing that I could very easily in 30 years, like, end up working at a grocery store and not doing anything else in my life. Like, it could easily happen. But, but I still believe in myself enough to where it's like, if I do the work that's required, and I think anybody can do the same thing. If I do the work that's required, if I am smart about it, and if I make this time management thing work, then I'm going to be at least close to where I would like to be in 30 years, right? Right. You can actually commit to it for once. Yeah. <laughs> if I could commit yeah. to it for once. Uh, that, right. that sort of story in general... It's kind of brought me to something that's been bothering me like a little bit recently where like I don't know how this happened or how I got to this point but like I'm at the point in like YouTube and a lot of projects that I do where it's somehow either naturally or subconsciously or whatever it becomes easy for me to like lie on camera 
You know what I'm talking about? And I'm not like... No, I get you. I'm not intentionally doing it. And I'm not it's doing not it... It's not that you're not being inauthentic. I'm not it's harming not you're people. you're like trying to hurt people. Right. But like for some reason, this version of myself that's on camera, for whatever reason, is just like will say something or mention something that's like the right thing to say, obviously, but it's totally not accurate or true to me. Right. And I'm like, why, mm-hmm. why the fuck did I say that? And I'll watch back. And this is any, this is like, this is like stuff from like life stuff that I might've lied about a detail here and there or a game review where I mentioned a point that wasn't really actually my own. It was just a YouTuber that I watched earlier. And I liked the point so much that I brought it up in my own video mm-hmm. and I come up with a bullshit story of like how to like, for some reason, it got to the point where, like, I was just okay with that. And, like, it's so weird looking back on that and realizing how inauthentic this is to me, despite it coming from an, an authentic pl- place, maybe? I don't know. It's real yeah. bizarre. And, again, it's not intentional, and it's not to, to harm anybody, but, like, you do this thing long enough where you start kind of creating a little bit of a, a lie here and there and then don't really go out of your way to correct it. <laughs> and it's a, it's a yeah. cool thing. I don't know. Not really having to do with time management, but something that I thought about when you when you made that video and how you're talking about a lot of the stuff again of like, man, I've probably lied on several videos without even intentionally meaning to. <laughs> right. It's it's for me, it's that false promises. Yeah. It's that promising that I'm going to put out this specific thing or like not even things that people's asked for. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Like, I promise her things that nobody's asked for. I said it's going to happen. Nobody probably even cares. Cares, That's right? Like, thing. nobody remembers. Like, especially <laughs> two years ago. Especially five years ago. Like, Zach five years ago promising the end of uh, the Twilight Princess Let's Play. Like, nobody gave a fuck. Nobody gave a shit other than, like, you and Jay. Right? Like, but it was, like, promising that I was going to get it done in a certain time or promising that the series would happen or even to the point where like I talked about getting rid of sodas a good six months before I did anything about it. Right. And I, I've seen the same thing with my health. Like I've talked about my health before. I've talked about how I started meditating or I started walking or like that was an, when I started those vlogs in 2017, like there was an entire month where I was running almost every day. And I talked about it on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and the vlog and all these different things. And not only did those vlog episodes not even come out, but I just like gave up at some point. All right. And I hate that. I hate to kind of like backpedal on the things that I said I was going to do just because of some stupid excuse. Poor time management. More often than not, (laughs) poor time management, right? Because that's what it comes down to. We're not trying to be inauthentic. We're not trying to lie to our audience. We're not trying to make promises that we don't want to keep. Like we definitely have the good intentions there, but it's that poor time management that's just not allowing that all to happen. Right. And I guess like and some kind of like judgment on our end of maybe yeah. we should not promise as much stuff and over general. deliver right. instead, right? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've definitely kind of talked about the detriments of not doing time management a lot in this episode. Um, but I do want to kind of like briefly like give a little bit of actual advice and tips on how, how to really well, how to time management effectively. Because we've talked about mm-hmm. sort of the, the pitfalls and the shit that we've fallen into, the traps, if you will. 
now I just kind of want to, like, at the end here, give a little bit of uh, advice on how to better time manage your own projects. And uh, this could be specific stories. This could be general stuff. Whatever. How how do I get better at time management? Right. I think, I mean, we said it earlier. Number one is to audit your time, right? Mm-hmm. Figure out what you're doing, why you're doing it. Right. Knowing those whys are going to help you in the long run. Figure out what you need to be better at, what you not don't need to be doing as much, um, and just being more self-aware in general. The, the more self-aware I am, like all these faults that we've been talking about, like the more I realize those faults about myself, the more I think I'm becoming a better person. Yeah. So to help your time management, just kind of auditing everything and being self-aware about what it is you're doing with your time, what it is you want to be doing with your time, and figuring out how to make that possible. I agree. Uh, Two, kind of a thing we talked about uh, earlier is sort of repurposing projects for other stuff. Like, you may not be able to get them done today or now, but you could repurpose them in a format that'll better work with your schedule. Like, ideas are not set in stone. They can change. They can evolve. They can go to many different places. And even though you may have, like, a thousand ideas and you can't work on all of them, you can definitely change some of them to better fit in your schedule. And repurposing projects, I think, is a good sort of time management strategy to get more out of your day and to focus more on the projects that deserve your time. Mm-hmm. Alongside that, number three, micro goals. If you have bigger projects that are going on for the foreseeable future and don't necessarily have a definitive end, creating little goals for yourself, little things to keep you interested in the here and now rather than in the long term can be sure to help you in your time management and allowing you to work on the show that you really, really like more and more while also keeping those long-term goals in mind. But like little micro goals to help you along the way, I found it super helpful for those projects that will last for the foreseeable future. Not just that, but I think it helps with motivation as well as discipline. Oh, yeah. Which is really helpful. Absolutely. Uh, The next one, and we didn't really talk about it a whole lot this episode because we talked about it so much, but the whole quality versus quantity debate, a lot of people will say, I can't put out an episode of my show every day or every week because it takes too much time to make. Realizing that sometimes you can cut corners uh, that don't mean that the the final product will be bad. Sometimes quality um, is very subjective as long as you've got a base audio and video level of whatever it is you're doing. Um, this can be say this can this kind of advice can also go towards like making meals or um, you know doing a doing a lot of things in life. I think we we strive for perfection too much, mm-hmm. and it can stop our output as a creator. It can stop our time management in general, and so just realizing that consistency is going to be is more important at the end of the day rather than trying to put out too much or trying to make it too pretty basically get practical <laughs> to sum get it practical. up yeah, to sum it up exactly and then to add on to that like number six like failure is inevitable and it is gonna happen readjust when you have to it's just a just as simple as that your goals and your schedules might not work out immediately and that's totally fine knowing when they aren't working realizing that and being like yo fuck i need to change this Pretty big life skill in general, but also will help you with time management as well. 
Yeah. My next one is, um, again, another thing we didn't really talk about because we talked about in other podcast episodes, but like anytime you can do something in bulk on a certain part of like a certain time and a certain day, like it's going to save you in the long run. Um, if you're, if you're having a problem where you're planning too much, like take a day out of the week, set aside a specific time, only a certain amount of time. Maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's an hour, figure out what you need and use that time to plan out the rest of your week because that is going to help you in the long run. So you're not wasting as much time, um, throughout the week. But again, the same can be said for bulk recording, bulk editing, uh, bulk writing. And again, if you're thinking about like regular life stuff, uh, planning ahead and making sure you have um, enough water bottles in the house for when you go running or, you know, bulk preparing for foods. If you're finding you're spending too much time cooking dinner every night, maybe you want to bulk cook, like, you know, different things like that. Like make it easy on yourself, right? Like build a right. path to least resistance, you know, and you'll right. more likely you do it. you work hard, <laughs> it doesn't mean you have to spend like all your effort on everything. Right. Certain things can take shortcuts and have the same amount of results. Not everything, but certain things can. Yeah, I absolutely agree. That's a really good one. Uh, I'm just kind of writing down all these. So I can sort of... For sure. I guess to kind of go off of that as well, like I think having a schedule is more important than not. I know that I've talked multiple times about how hard it is to keep to a schedule. I know I've talked about how like, man, I really like being a freelancer and entrepreneur because I set my own schedule. I'm the one that tells myself when to get up, when to go to bed, uh, when to work on stuff. And it's great to have that freedom, but if you're not careful with that freedom, it can feel almost like a curse. Like I have all this time to do everything, but I'm not doing everything properly. Like, why am I such a mess up? Like you can feel that way. So I, I think that by having some kind of a schedule, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be exact. Just something to adhere to. Even as much as like like our little health challenge, going to bed by midnight. That's a schedule. Mm-hmm. Something I think is going to help in the long run. And again, I'm hoping to really adhere to this one this time. Make it smart. Make it realistic to you. Make it something that you mm-hmm. can actually achieve. And if you have like a lot of stuff that you want to achieve all at once, save that shit for next round. <laughs> you know, what can you work on now in the here and now that you can actually fix? And then once that's done, next thing, right? Right, right. Especially like, like with our habits that we're trying to build right now with the health stuff. Like we picked seven. It's not too on. Like it's it's very practical. We found out the best ways to make it easy on ourselves. And we didn't get too deep into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe next month, after the month is over, we can start adding a couple of other things to it or taking some things away. Like, really try to take it piece by piece because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. All right. A concur. <laughs> so basically, let me know if I forgot one of those. But I have, number one, audit, audit your projects and your why. Number two, repurposing content to better fit your schedule or just repurposing content. Number three, micro goals. Uh, number four, get practical. Six, or no, five. Five, readjusting from failure. Six, bulk stuff when you can. 
and then seven, make a smart schedule. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very keyword smart there. I might have, I think I think I forgot one, maybe. I don't know if I did. I think that's all of them. Okay. I think that's all of them that we said. But just kind of ending on that, that word smart, like we talk about working hard a lot. And uh, we got a future topic that we could talk about later kind of working hard and stuff but just to kind of give you a little taste of it um working hard is good working hard is important you got to work hard to get to where you want to be but you also got to work smart and it's not an if and or like situation it's not like i i'm just gonna work smart instead of work hard i'm just gonna work hard instead of work smart like if you really want to succeed doing creative stuff in 2019 2020 and onwards like you have to do both i i concur and i almost think i I think that if you work smart it makes working hard easier yeah yeah if it's actually achievable and and you see a light at the end of the tunnel like right you go harder on the stuff that you that you were working on to begin with probably more than you were even thinking you could put in right Um, yeah sometimes it's best to like shoot real low shoot under and they'd be like, walk 10 minutes. I can fucking do 30. And then challenge yeah. yourself on your own dumbass schedule and do even better than you thought, right? Exactly. But rather rather than the opposite of that, walk an hour every day and then underachieve, you know? Set the mm-hmm. bar a little lower, give yourself room to overachieve, and then you'll end up doing better that way, I think. Just kind of knowing how your brain works and, and how you spend time and energy in the first place, I think is a real a real smart idea. And then, like, just sort of for for number eight, like, watch out for those sort of pitfalls that we were talking about earlier. Like, don't fall in love with the schedule. Don't fall in love with announcing stuff, basically. Right. Uh, make, make smart projects, ones that actually have a livelihood and not just a cool idea you came up with last night. Like, watch out for those sort of pitfalls that we discussed in this episode uh, that'll kind of keep you off track of your time management goals right a lot of that is just being practical right i watch out pitfalls this sounds like a name of a movie it should say four (laughs) are you talking about the atari 2600 game called pitfall i guess so is that is that a good game or is it just like okay it's an atari 2600 game i mean i guess right like so you never, it's a game. You never know. Sure is a game. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> but like, but that's for our Atari 2600 podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming later this year. I, I'll give you the date exactly. Uh, November. <laughs> November third. Every single what day is that? I don't know what day is that. Every single Sunday. Oh God. <laughs> every single Sunday. When this podcast comes YouTube out. Podcast. <laughs> And oh. the Atari 2600 show with Aiden Matthews and Zack Snyder. No. We talk about every Atari game ever made. Good lord. At least that has an end in sight. Yeah. It's an awful idea, but at least it has an end goal, right? Yeah. That's my thing. I'm like, the fucking miniseries shit, all that sort of stuff. is like, I want an end game to some of this stuff. Or at the very least, if I have a long-running series that I want to do for a long time, at least having different stopping points where I can feel satisfied if I never do this again type of deal. Um, yeah. It just, I just, you know, I, I work a lot on a lot of stuff and I don't feel that satisfaction of finishing stuff very often. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. By the way, there's over 600 Atari games, so. Jesus. That's a lot. Yeah, and a lot of them are bad. Holy cow. <laughs> that is way too many. That is way yeah, too many. Yeah, and that's just the Atari and the Atari 2600. I don't know about the Jaguar or no, the other no, no, ones. No, 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 This is specifically a 2600 podcast. We're not... Okay, so 2600, there's only 407. Okay. Yeah. I'm so. not getting into the 5200 and 7800 and all that shit. I don't have time to fucking play all those games. Most of them probably aren't the even, Aiden, like... The fu- lore. Most of them probably aren't even functional. You realize that? Like, I yeah, bet, like, yeah, half of these don't even fucking work like they're intended. You probably can't even play most of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know there's ROMs and emulators, but, like, what if you need a weird-ass controller or, like, the 8-button <laughs> controller to even get one of them to work? What am I supposed to do there? I can't have a guide out for an Atari yeah. game, guys. This is too much. But that's... You know what's really funny, though? What? <laughs> like, the Atari is so out of style that it had its nostalgia boost like five eight years ago and then it ended right like we're not even so it's not even practical to talk about it we're not even nostalgic for it anymore no that's how i'm gonna feel about nes games once like the 2020s roll on that's what people are already talking about they're saying we're done with nes games let's move on to snes and like Game Boy and stuff and i don't don't know how long that stuff's gonna go for either because right now we're like we're like in peak gamecube game boy advance type era and then we eventually, and then I don't know. Will we you get a nostalgic period no. for it? And probably not. No. And then the Switch, obviously, all the games are will be on the Switch. The Switch one will be hype. I'm ready for the. I remember when I could play my games portably on the Switch. It was a good time. It was a good. We're time. all just boomers, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, do you have any more like little? We have eight sort of tips for think... time management stuff. I think that's all I can think of right now. But like, I'm sure, like, we talked a lot about a lot of these, and uh, there's probably some things that we kind of mentioned that I can't think of again right now. Right. But, but I, I, I do think it comes down to just being smart and practical about it, right? Yeah. Being realistic with yourself, understanding, hmm. like, what needs to get done and everything and and all that, which we've kind of already touched upon before, but I like how we kind of took it in a 2019 direction where we're kind of tying it back into all the projects we do which we didn't really do the first time how like even making projects and that planning stuff goes into this sort of scheduling thing to begin with right and like sort of the pitfalls i feel like we talked about this time were a lot more interesting than the ones we've mentioned in other episodes because we've seen a lot of yeah. good content like satch and matt Avila and all those people really have opened my eyes to all that sort of stuff there's a lot. That's true. There's a lot of good time management content on YouTube. Like, if you want to learn that in that field, there's a lot to watch. <laughs> let me let me stop you right there and say, don't watch time management YouTube stuff because you'll just watch that and you'll, you'll just waste more time. You'll just waste. You'll just get no. If you're smart I can't about tell it, tell you you can watch maybe two videos, two or three. That's true. Right. That's true. But it, it is it is very easy to to get into that particular pitfall of just spending a lot of time on self help. Right, and uh, then not content, actually helping. Productivity content. And then not actually doing anything in the solution. Right. Yeah. It's... We are... It's tough. We are, as a species, probably the most impractical bunch. Like, at least monkeys yeah. and toucans, like, have biological wiring to get the shit that they need to do done. Like, monkeys know they gotta eat, and they know they gotta keep their friends alive or whatever, and they'll fucking, like, biologically do that. Whereas we're, like... And we kind of have all the basic survival needs put aside and we're good with that shit. 
now we're dealing with like bigger, more esoteric <laughs> shit of like jobs and taxes and societal stuff. Um, well, we're 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 also super irrational because we we'll be hungry and our body will say go eat and you'll be like, but I'm in the middle of a video game, so you gotta have to calm down. We 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 probably come up with with more excuses than than any other species on Earth, probably. So. Yeah, we're also the only species that doesn't sleep when we need to. Yeah, like a monkey's just like, all right, time for bed. This is it. Like, the act of sleep deprivation does not exist in nature, except for humans. We do it for ourselves. <laughs> it's wild. Which can be a good thing or a bad thing, right? Because, like, we have so much stuff available to us now. That, like, the act of not sleeping sounds reasonable to us. But if, like, yeah, again, if you're a toucan and you ain't got nothing much to do, like a few goals and then you go to sleep at the end of the day you know why, why are you gonna have sleep deprivation to begin with yeah pretty much unless your life is in danger I guess yeah like, like the adrenaline but even then I think kicks in yeah go crazy anyway that's an interesting study how many animals have died because they were sleeping how many animals have died from vape related diseases <laughs> That's a good question. Apparently only six people so far, but we don't know how the animals are being affected by the vaping, so that's the question oh, okay. I want to ask. There you go. It's like, I know this is off topic, but like, yeah, are are we like surprised that happened? Is that supposed to be the reaction? Like, people have died from vaping? What? Like, because I hear people being like, this wasn't supposed to happen. That's surprising. How did people yeah. die from this? Whereas I'm like, yeah, but there's still nicotine and smoke going into your lungs. Like, yeah, I get it that it's healthier than smoking, but like the result is going to be the same, right? Like, why are we surprised that at this? <laughs> whole situation is stupid. I watched a video recently about um, about <laughs> that, and it was talking about how like the whole entire reason the e-cigarette and vape were created was because it stopped more adults from smoking. So like we had the lowest. Uh, with the lowest amount of smokers as adults in the United States, uh, I, I want to say like 2014 or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it is. And then um, the, the problem with it is that kids started seeing it and teenagers started seeing it. And they started getting a hold of it, which would then get them into smoking regular cigarettes. And so that number went back up. Hmm. And so the problem that we're having right now is that it's good for adults because adults that have been smoking their whole life, if they go to that, it's significantly healthier, but it's bad for kids because it's, you know, smoking is bad in general. In general, right. Like, and it's like, it's still bad for you, but it's just not as bad that it puts lawmakers at a really weird situation where it's like, they could ban it entirely, but then that would get more adults to start smoking cigarettes again. Right. Or it'll, it'll be like but a if, thing where like, oh, now it's illegal. Now it's even cooler to vape than it was before. Right. And so we've got like these anti-vape ads and that's confusing adults too because they're like, well, I thought this was better than smoking. I might as well just go smoke again. Right. And then we don't want that either. So like. Yeah. Which is why. So the, that is one of those really weird situations. Which is why the real answer to this question is weed. Weed. <laughs> All right. Like it's a dang got of nicotine. <laughs> Agreed. It's not a cigarette. You do it like once every once in a while. You get a little high and then you're done. Right? Like, you know. Cigarettes don't even get you high. What's the point? 
What's the point yeah, of this? I don't understand it personally. You don't even I've get a buzz. I've never smoked a cigarette, so I don't understand it. I've heard it's like supposed to be like a nerve pill kind of deal where like it relaxes your nerves or whatever. But I don't know. All the yeah. people that I know who smoke are more angry. So. <laughs> right. You know? So like, is that right. really true? <laughs> I don't quite understand it myself. Is that really myself. true? We're rebranding this to another smoking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just talk about tobacco. Yeah. For the That might be a good one to ask Calfro. We should ask Calfro. When he's on about that sort of situation, I think you'd have good opinions. Calfo is Calfo is very green. Yeah, he's a green boy. He's a green boy. I'm a very so. green man. Anyways, <laughs> I think we have everything to say about time management. There's a uh, any any final words, I guess, on the subject. I think I'm good. I think I'm yeah. good. Again, just kind of be smart. Yeah. You know, don't be a dumb dumb. Don't be a dummy dumb. Nah, I, I, I really want, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of the few people in the, the community that does that, please be, um, please help me, like, keep with this kind of schedule that I'm trying to do. Like, ask me about it and keep me accountable because it's, it's something that I, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to get anywhere close to where I need to be if I don't start prioritizing this time management a lot more. Sure. I mean, I love having accountability partner like you for the health stuff. So, the, yeah, for the more for the time management stuff. Hey, even better, myself included. I probably need to exactly. I mean, I'm too scared to even write down a plan a lot of the time out of fear of it, like ruining shit <laughs> that I already have going right, on. Right, right. So it's it's hard, but yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it'll I'm hoping it'll go well. Me too. But uh, yeah. But anyways, that'll do it for this good old time management topic. We still managed to go over two hours despite the the break we had, and this is true. Other fun stuff, which means we only have one more section to go over. That is the comments, and apparently we have boy. YouTube ones. And Zach also said Discord stuff as well. Apparently, yeah, we 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 have a couple of Discord things. I'll go ahead and mention anything from those. the email. Uh, let me check that, actually. I haven't checked it since we set it up. I don't think we... We didn't announce it till the last episode, though, which hasn't gone I, up yet. I think you're right. So if we have something, I'm going to be impressed, but I'm not expecting it. I think... I think you're right. Let me see if I can get the password properly. Can I throw this? Verify my identity. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. So I'm going to look at the Discord mm -hmm. and then I will let Aiden check out the YouTube comments. And then while he does that, I'm going to get this set back up. Okay. Uh, but I um, posted the top 50 YouTubers and Patient was very um, apprehensive that it was four hours. <laughs> well. She's watched the so four-hour really community funny. management episode. I don't know what the issue, what the issue is. That isn't yeah, even our longest episode. Like, by far. It's not, yeah. And it was it's longer wild. originally. So, you know. <laughs> um, but in regards to it being the top 50, I believe... Oh, shit. Okay. Is it? It got reposted. Hold on. Yeah, because it was the top 50 greatest YouTubers. That was the one that we posted. Um, we got Ramson. Mm -hmm. Our boy Gengar guy who said, why don't I see Blue Couch Productions and Your Everyday Nerd and the personal Zack Snyder channel? Shaking my head, fake list. I wouldn't even put myself in the top 1,000. 
much less the top 50. <laughs> yeah, same. Mm. Uh, uh, Kyle said, I mean, I knew that it was fake when Game Grumps was at number one. SMH. I figured... <laughs> I figured that was going to be a thing. Like, people would look at the top of the list and be like, oh, hell no. And then kind of disregard the like, rest of it. What the hell? Game Grumps? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still funny, I think, that we came to that conclusion, though. That that ended yeah. up being our number one. Do you one. still agree with it? Ah, to a certain extent, yes. I think no matter who we put at number one in our top five, there would have been some disagreement among people. I think just with how our top five ended up so being, if any of them were number one, I would have had slight issues with it. So Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Game Grumps to me was just the most comfortable out of all those that I felt deserved it more. I think you're right. Uh, Mr. Parker of Carrie and I fame said, why is Smosh so low? And I said, better question is, why is Smosh even on the list? Got it! <laughs> um, so, yeah. He apparently personally enjoys Sm- Smosh. Uh, and then there's garbage in this chat. And that is it on there um i to look at twitter right quick though because there was something on twitter too somebody says something no Danku did <laughs> i think it, yeah i think it was Danku. he said the fact that l smosh isn't one is disappointing i concur <laughs> i don't understand that but okay i concur patient said you didn't even put me on it SMH. and that is it so i actually am uh corrected here that uh episode 40 is actually the longest episode not oh, wow. not by a lot the secrets of community management <laughs> is three hours and 37 minutes and the okay. top 50 youtubers three hours and 58 minutes so like wow. by 20 minutes or so it's longer but uh yeah but we've done episodes around similar links before most of them most of them don't go three hours unless they're meaty topics a lot of them stick in the two hour range so yeah that is wild. But as far as comments are concerned on YouTube, which is it just episode 40 or do I have to go back to 39 and 38? Just episode 40. We're caught up on the other ones. Because we did the others. Okay. Let me yes, let me check the comments. So first off, we have good old Cafro who says, sweet piss break, guys. 210 to 212. By the way, leaving out video game Dunky would be incredibly wrong. And so he mentioned this, right? And I'm like, I could have sworn we talked about it in the video. We did talk about video game donkey. And then yeah. as I'm listening through it, we bring it up. And then I make the point of like, oh, too many video game boys. But like, honestly, if I'm thinking about it, we put Jakey on there. Like, why the fuck didn't we put Donkey on there? You know? Yeah, no, I agree. So, donkey should have been on there. It, we could have gotten rid of Smosh easily. There's a couple at the bottom that I would have replaced with him. So I think that was maybe yeah. the one time our video game boy rule kind of overstretched a really good channel in my opinion that you don't even have to be a fan of video games to like so i kind of mm-hmm. agree honestly that was a bit of a miss were there were there any youtubers that you had thought of after that oh fuck we didn't put on the list because you said you were going to like after it was up and be like i feel like there is i remember i remember giving you a good bit of them during the episode and then i think there's still some creators that i watch like every single week that I don't think we mentioned. No, oh, sure. Um, but like top fifty like material that we missed out on. <laughs> top fifty. Andrew Huang. Huang. Have you heard of him? No. He's a musician. He does some of the coolest music shit on the on the platform. He should have probably been on there. We didn't have um, a lot of music people actually. You were the main mm-mm. one on that. There's a lot of music people we probably should have added. 
casually explained. He ends up on trending tab a lot. He's really good. He probably could have gone on there easily. Um, just kind of looking through this list, uh, we could have added some more of like the YouTube help people like Roberto Blake. Oh yeah. I thought um, Gary was kind of just like the one to sum it up. Basically. Like we had Gary on there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there was more tech people we could have definitely added. We kind of talked about that. Sure. There's thousands of channels over a million subs. And a lot of them we haven't even seen. <laughs> Not a lot of them we haven't even seen, and there's even more channels that we watch that are under a, thou- a million. So it's like, yeah, there's there's definitely other channels that could have been there. We're not going to be able to come up with an objective top fifty list because yeah. it change every day because more people are making really cool shit. It changes constantly in my head. A lot of where I put people yeah. and how often I watch them, and sometimes it's not even a quality thing, but like what I'm feeling in a particular day, right? Right. So a lot of what we were feeling in that current mood. I might come back to a year later and be like, eh, whatever. This list is okay. But for now, like, I'm still, I think the 50 we picked for, like, 50 really good channels that I think people should check out. And uh, I hope some of y'all did. Because there's a lot of good ones on there, I think. Uh, Patient also left a comment that said, I typed the whole comment and forgot to post it. Refreshed by accident and lost it, so I'm just going to summarize. <laughs> I've done this a thousand times. It's part of the reason I don't okay. post comments. Or if I do, I keep them really short. Because this shit is a constant. Uh, she says, no, boogie. And then says, once you didn't have, Leah slash slash patient, the right opinion, and Rob Gaffigan. And the only one of these I haven't had heard of was, was Rob Gaffigan. I still don't know who that is. I don't either. I would have liked to see some information on why not boogie. Yeah, I would have to. I'm sure it was but explained. I'm assuming it's probably like the controversial type thing. There's a lot of controversy around him. I have not seen Rob Gaffigan before. I'm looking at this channel and I, I no idea. have heard of this dude's name before, but he does like horror content. It's interesting. I see him a lot on Twitter sure more than I do good. on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's good. He's got over 2 million subs. Oh. And then the right opinion uh, was just kind of like, we didn't have a whole lot of commentary channels in general. And we just kind of summed it up with H3H3 and iDubs, I guess. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My thing with that kind of situation is like, I don't like drama. Me and you are kind of like sick of that sort of shit a lot of the time. And it's anyway. like, even if the videos are quality, it's like the topics themselves usually don't matter. Right. So it, it's very much like, I've heard of the right opinion. I've seen a couple of his videos. They're really well made. I, I don't agree with everything he says, and he talks about people, and I just don't care. Right. Um, I think part of the reason we went with I just don't care about that aspect. the H3 and the iDubs is that they have that funny element to them. Yeah. To where there's a, a bit of com- comedy thrown in there. It's a bit of goofing on themselves. And, fun fact, it's not the only thing they do. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. the commentary stuff isn't the focal point. I mean, we call them a quote-unquote commentary channel, but that's not really what they are at this point in the game. Um, yeah. So they were kind of the the anti commentary channel pick on here, but uh, yeah, yeah. If you want like more, I guess objective stuff, sure. Uh, I just haven't watched enough of him to really even think about it at the time, and I like the H three H three pick more uh, for that kind of stuff. And even like even objectively speaking, I wouldn't argue. I couldn't argue that he would be top fifty, but that's fair. Sure, that's fair. That's definitely. You know, it's good quality enough. You know, yeah, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. doubt it at all. And then I again like you, I'm wondering why the no on boogie thing. You think it's just controversy stuff? I think it's probably controversy stuff. He's had a lot of controversy over the last couple of years. Which we didn't um, really mention a whole lot of. And it got worse I a think little bit since we recorded that episode. It's recently gotten worse yeah. again, yeah. Um, I think also it might have something to do with the objective quality of his videos. Oh, yeah. I would argue that, like... It's old YouTube, His thumbnails sure. are not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's all old... Exactly. It's all old YouTube. And so it's like he could definitely put probably some more effort into the, the quality of his videos. But I think listening to the man speak, I have always really appreciated. Sure. And I like his Twitch streams a lot. And I think he's a very... Um, I think he can be a very entertaining guy. He'd be the type of dude where I wouldn't mind so. if he just did podcast stuff. Because I just like his voice and listening to him personally. Oh, same. You know? same. Like, I don't necessarily need yeah. it to be a YouTube channel, but that adds another element to it, I guess. And the Francis yeah. stuff doesn't really work in a podcast format, so there's that. So, thank you for the comments, though, Kafra. I'm patient. I appreciate yeah, them. absolutely. As well as all the Discord and Twitter people who reacted to our nice little graphic that Zach made. Also appreciate it. Uh, we are good we're good anything there is nothing in the wonderful game. all that build up for nothing so i'm not up that's fucked up am i gonna edit it or am i gonna not probably top 50 youtubers right here please let's go cool um as always, if you have any questions, comments, topics, uh, topics, if you want to be on the podcast, we're going to be bringing the interviews really, really, really soon. Um, send us an email, another YT podcast at gmail.com. That's another read them YT podcast the at gmail.com. Send topics, questions, interview requests, whatever. We're up, we're up um, for anything. All that boys. Sponsorships. We really are. If you're a company, well, money. Feet pigs. <laughs> Feet pigs. <laughs> that just ruined our chances of getting sponsorships. Speaking of sponsorships, check out our um, sponsor with Awesome Creator Academy and the YouTube Starter Kit. I concur. $99 gets you all the stuff you need to start doing any kind of graphics and stuff on your YouTube channel. And, uh, Link is in the description and in the show notes. And donate to us on Anchor if you really want to, because supporting us financially helps yeah. us all stay consistent. It really, really do be like that sometimes. All I'm saying is, if we start making more money or money on this podcast, then it's gonna go up in my priorities of things to put in my schedule for time management stuff. It's back to the main topic. Yeah, XD. We do have a topic yeah. for next episode, though, so we're covered on that. Not to worry. We do. We do. Uh, we're hoping to get Calfro on the podcast very, very soon. soon. Very soon. And then we're going to be, again, it doesn't matter how big you are on YouTube, or maybe you do Twitch streams, or maybe podcast. you're an Instagram blogger, podcast, whatever you do, we'd love to have you on the show to just kind of talk about creating and your experience with it. Another YT podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Are we done? I think we are. I think that's everything. Maybe we forget anything? I don't think we did. Can I go jack off? Oh, I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. And thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Now go look at that beautiful end card. Look at it. It got description hey. spelled right. It's red. Look at, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Oh. Click, on, oh. <laughs> click on one of those other videos. Oh, maybe. This, oh. this looks like a good video. Honestly. I don't know if you even put in cards on it, so. Like, <laughs>
<laughs> Last time I checked, there weren't any end cards. Whatever. So what happened? Or what happened? Bye, everybody. Bye.